Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome here live tonight at Gibson Field at Hudson High School. Happy to be with you here on a Friday night, a little bit later starter uh, start than the norm, but we're happy to be with you here for the area round playoff matchup between our Hudson Hornets and the Madisonville Mustangs. The Madisonville Mustangs come in tonight as the uh, champion of District 18 4A, where they brought home uh, the, obviously the number one seed. And our Hornets coming in as the third seed from District 24A. And tonight we've got a tough one uh, on hand. I'm Chris Simmons. Uh, it's going to be a great night for Hornet playoff baseball, and I'm joined by by Hornet alumni, now college uh, baseball player Audie Clary. Audie, thanks for being with us tonight. We're expecting a good game. Yeah, especially a good game, Chris. These guys are going to be tough, but I appreciate y'all having me back. It should be interesting to watch. Absolutely, we're, we're looking forward to it. it should be uh, just a whole lot of fun. Audie, uh, talk to me real quick. We've got to see some stats, break down some numbers for this Madisonville team as we'll get throughout the broadcast. Uh, talk to me. What is the uh, the three keys for tonight's game for, for our Hornet team? Uh, the three keys to winning tonight, Chris. Uh, the Hornets, you know, all year have not really swung the bats probably as good as they wanted to. So tonight we need to hit the ball a little better. Uh, we need to swing at good pitches throughout the year or the games that I've been able to see. They, they haven't swung at the best pitches and best pitches to drive. Uh, cut down on defensive mistakes. They make a few defensive mistakes, so they need to cut down on defensive mistakes. So um, I'm excited about tonight. I think we do that. Uh, the Hornets come in tonight. Uh, the, our our go-to has been this, great pitching, solid defense, and getting timely hits. Uh, tonight, that's the formula. It's been the formula all year long. It's a formula for winning just about any game. But in this series, uh, it's it's definitely number one on, on the priority list. Yeah, that's definitely the number one priority. So uh, Jesse Cravey taking the mound tonight for uh, our Hornets. We saw him uh, pitch a gem of a game, 15 strikeouts in uh, game number one, uh, round wow. one. First pitch swinging there from Kyle Poe. Takes one deep off the left field fence, bounces, fielded uh, by our Hornets. Uh, Duke Jordan, he gets it in, and right away Kyle Poe starting it off with a leadoff. Uh, one bouncer off the wall uh, for a double, and uh, Madison looking for a quick start here tonight. Yeah, Chris, you, uh, before the game you asked me to get a few players to watch, and actually this that guy that just hit the <laughs> Double was one of the players to watch. You know, he's got 39 hits, 13 doubles, 17 stolen bases, and hitting 443 on the year. I mean, you really can't ask for a better leadoff guy than that. He just proved it right there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we see, we'll see him pitching uh, tomorrow night. He's actually the ace for Massaville. We'll see him on the mound tomorrow uh, there in Massaville. But uh, that'll bring up the second hitter now, uh, number seven, Alan uh, Jaramillo. First pitch taken for a strike throw from Cravey. As a pitcher, you've got to always wonder how what the, how that psyche affects you uh, being on the mound, getting your first pitch taken so far. They're jumping off to you. Uh, I know I know you weren't a pitcher, but you got to imagine somehow right. in his head that he's got to check that one off and get on to the next one. Right. I mean, that's good him coming back just right there. That's 
he just threw another pitch for a strike. I mean, he come back through two two straight strikes, so that really didn't affect him. And that's a good thing. <laughs> so he's able to he's able to brush it off. And right. Gravy pounded the strike zone early uh, and often is, is what we've uh, that's been the the calling card uh, here, especially in the playoffs. We saw him. I'll tell you what, he just pitched so well, and now with the curveball, he got it, he has them all working there with the first pat pin punch of the night from Jesse Gravy. Struck out Alan Hermilio, the right fielder for the Madisonville Mustangs. We've got one down with the runner on first base. Now the number uh, three hitter tonight, Darren Blakely, playing center field for, for the Mustangs. Batten, as we're going to see, lots of averages here tonight in, in the 400s. On-base percentage is above 500. So uh, Batten, 426 this season, 18 RBIs driven in. Uh, also, loves, once he gets on the base, loves trying to take a few bags. And uh, we're expecting that's another storyline going into it. How much are they going to be trying to steal uh, on probably the, the, the best catcher in 4A baseball? Well, you know, in my opinion, I think they're going to run a lot because they haven't seen they haven't seen him. They weren't in his district, so I think – the stats prove it. I mean, the guys like to run, but I don't think they know what they're getting into. So, Another curveball getting in from, from Cravey, making a count. One and one is where, as we said, just underway here tonight at Gibson Field at Hudson High School. Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you for Hornet. Area round playoff baseball. The Hornets had a thriller of a game. We weren't able to broadcast it, but Audie, you were texting me updates all throughout. Fastball, little low in the zone for... Ball number two, so make the count two and one. One down is uh, Lovelace, uh, our catcher. We were just talking about. We'll head to the mound to, for a quick chat with Cravey. But the game uh, that we that happened on Saturday uh, couldn't be settled in seven or eight or nine or ten. <laughs> Took all, all eleven. Uh, Audie, what was the, what was the game? What was going on uh, to make it just so special? You know, at first the game was moving kind of slow. Uh, but when it got those strings, it moved fast, and the, the atmosphere of the game was really good. The guys played good. They didn't fall under pressure, and they ma- managed to find a way to win. It was, uh, I'll tell you what, we were just waiting on every update. You were giving curveball. That one's chopped off down the third baseline, but going to roll foul for to even the count up at 2-2 two and two with one down. A leadoff double. Not just any old double there for uh, for Kyle Poe uh, of the Mustangs. Bounced that one off the bottom of the left center field wall, about 340 out there. And so it was uh, quite the impressive hit, but Cravey shaking it off. No big deal. 2-2 two, two count with one down. Uh, facing against the batter, number eight, Darren Blakely. We're just getting familiar, you know, as, as tomorrow night comes. Tomorrow the Hornets will be in Massonville, and b- before this game we actually lost a flip for game three. So uh, this game's even more important because it's right. the only one you're getting on your home field. 2-2 pitch, fast ball. Got him looking. Back-to-back strikeouts there for Jesse Cravey on the mound for our Hornets. That's the second pat pin to the nut. Uh, pat pin punch out. Pardon me. Got to get my get my mouth ready and warmed up. We didn't have a lot of time to, to get ready for this one here tonight. But number two so far, so Cravey feeling it early on. And that's always such a good start. And that time, uh, not even going off speed, just saying here's the Straight fastball. Come, come and get it and uh, dealing with the bat off the shoulder on that one. So two strikeouts now, and Sam Parak, the first baseman, will step up. Prag, big kid batting on the left side of the plate. The and, and this is the guy that, that swing that swings a big stick. Yeah. He, he's hitting 270 on the year, but does have four RBIs and 21, or pardon me, four home runs, 21 RBIs on the season. So uh, when he makes contact, the ball goes a long goes. way. And it's not too surprising at all looking at, the, at, at his build on the plate. So right. two balls here early on, first two pitches, uh, low. Into Parak is crazy. You got to imagine he's going to try to work him low and away with the base open at I mean, first. The base open two outs, or don't give a guy that hits that good a runner with a runner in scoring position. Absolutely, don't give him anything to hit. Lovelace setting up low and away once again. Fastball. Oh, that's a good change pitch. Up. From, uh, pardon me, a changeup. Nice yeah, change Thank, up. I'm glad you glad you called me on that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> feel free to do that as much as you want here tonight. Uh, help me get this get this right. Count now two and one. Just gonna just gonna you got to play it safe at this point. Just play you, it you, safe. So make your pitches. Don't miss a spot. And the pitch coming from Craigie. Fastball, going to get the outside Perfect. corner. Even thing, even things up now. Two and two. 
guy like that, that's a good that's a good spot to stay right there. So we'll see uh, what comes from it now. Two two count with two down. One runner on Cravey trying to get out of this inning. Well, not allowing any runs. Can't give this guy anything right here at all. And the pitch, runner going to third. Fastball swung on. That's about out of play. Going to go land over there by uh, near the gym. Going to roll that way. Anyways, this first inning brought to you by First Making Trustees Texas. Make the move and bank with confidence knowing that we've been, been providing the best hometown services for more than 60 years. Count remains 2-2. Correct, trying just to hang in there and fire with the 2-2 count. Had to shorten up the swing a little oh, bit. Yeah. That time, change up, got him swinging. Craby, after allowing a leadoff double off the fence, come back, it comes back and strikes out the next three. So, excellent start for Jesse Craby and the Hudson Hornets. Three Pat Penn punch-outs every Hornet strikeout. Brought to you by Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate. And let Pat take care of all your real estate needs at 936-465-1234. We'll be back with the Hornets. Uh, bottom of the first inning, we've got no scores. We head into it. Excellent pitching from Craby. We'll be back here on the nest. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. You know the summer is coming right around the corner, which always brings up the question, what am I going to do with my kids? Well, look no further than the 2016 Summer Day Camp put on by Livewell Athletic Club. Give your kids the most amazing 10-week adventure that includes swimming, archery, laser tag, gaga ball, and brand new weekly field trips, and so much more. Incoming first graders through incoming seventh graders are welcome to attend any week or any part of a week. Registration is now available online at livewellclub.com. Live well, play hard, feel good. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Bottom of the first inning brought to you by First Bank and Trustees, Texas. Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you for some area round playoff baseball for our Hudson Hornets taking on the Madisonville Mustangs here at home. We're in the bottom half of the first inning where in the top half of the inning we saw Cravey get on the mound and uh, do his thing. Lead off double, come back to strike out the, uh, the next three uh, in order. Uh, very nice recovery from him and uh, the Hornets looking to get some hits off of uh, number nine Casey Williamson, the pitcher for the Mustangs. Comes into the night six and two on the record. They're actually the number two uh, pitcher in the rotation for him, throwing with a 3.87 uh, ERA. And the Hornets leading off with J.T. Pennick, Kyle Lovelace, and Jesse Cravey here tonight at the 1-2-3 and the fastball on the way. And Pennick, <laughs> he's trying to look, do a little copycat thing of what we saw. That's perfect. <laughs> Be aggressive. Coming at the first pitch, line that one down the left field line foul. I saw this earlier pregame, and I was wondering what uh, 
how how strict this was going to be with, with umpires. They were walking walking the whole edge yep. of the fence, looking at every little thing. I was like, it's either going to get uh, real annoying or, <laughs> or it'll be okay. But 0-1 count now. Pinnick curveball. In there for strike number two. Pennick was showing bunt, pulled it back off the curveball. Might be a little too high, but uh, actually placed the, uh, the pitch pretty well in the zone on that one. Yeah, you don't necessarily want to bunt a, a curveball. You lead off at bat, maybe later on in the game when it's necessary, but not right now. 0-2 pitch coming now. Another curveball swung on, hits the short. It's fielded by Thomas Hudson at shortstop. Goes it over to first, over to Sam Perak, and got the first at, uh, hitter out. Let's take it around the diamond for the Madisonville Mustangs. That's on the mound, Casey Williams throwing uh, to who we saw in warm-ups with a, a pretty pretty strong arm, Robert Colbert, yeah. behind the plate. Sam Parak at first, Ben Phillips at second, Thomas Hudson at short, Zach Poe at third, Kyle Poe in left field, Darren Blakely in center, and Alan Hermilio in right field. Now it brings up Kyle Lovelace, our catcher. This season, Lovelace batting 224 in that number two spot. Hit number two, where's number two, plays number two. His game's anything but number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And Probably he, the best in the state. My gosh, the, the kid, uh, very, very nice. Fastball, second pitch, taken high for a ball. So the count now 2-0 and with one down, bottom of the first inning. Still no score. Next pitch now with the 2-0 count. Fastball, oh. got Lovelace to chase that one high. Liked it a little bit too much. Someone out of his shoes on it. 2-0, you're looking for a pitch you can drive, and I think he just got a little, little trigger-happy on that one for sure. <laughs> so the count now moves 2-1. and one. As Williamson, a guy that we've seen, that uh, looking at the numbers over the season, 18 walks, no hit by pitch. So as just looking at it purely from from a stat standpoint, I'm wondering, does that mean he doesn't like to challenge you inside as much? Is it something he's going to back off of? You know, maybe he was just trying to do it too much too much of getting hit some batters and now you know pitcher does that then he loses all his confidence to come in and that could be a thing for us an advantage for us so we'll see what happens 3-1 count after the last pitch with the ball next pitch fastball swung on hit in the air high left center field Kyle Poe trying to get under it lost it in the sun but able to make a play in the last second to come back and catch it with the sun setting shining right in his eyes it had to be a difficult play it's about the only place on the field except for a little bit of center here right now with sunlight hitting it so quickly now two down as Jesse Cravey will step up to the plate. So Cravey, uh, the number one pitcher, number one hitter for the Hornets. When you look from an all-around perspective, average, uh, RBIs, everything like that, first pitch a curveball. As well as him throwing quite, quite a few off-street pitch, pitches yeah, here early on. He's going to be one of those guys that kind of rely on that for getting me over fastball, get, get you over, get him ahead for a strike. So that's, that's something we're going to have to look for. Look for maybe Coach Kimball, you know, he sees that. He's, he gets ahead with a curveball. He's going to turn the, the hitters that he thinks can hit it loose on it. But the otherwise, he's just going to lay off and take it. Look at the counts. 0-2 is crazy swung on a miss to the fastball. So the 0-2 pitch on the way from Williamson. That one's in the dirt. Going to get by the catcher. 1-2 count. On deck, Hunter Mayo, Weston McKinley in the hole, and Zach Pierce, uh, who's just, just a heck of a story that once we get to talk about it, it's kind of one of the most uh, surprising things about this team carrying with all our momentum. A lot of it's because of uh, Pierce's efforts on the mound, but also at the plate. Next pitch, a curveball outside, evens the count up at 2-2. Two and two. Cravey showing the restraint there at the plate. So 2-2 two, two with two down. Infield playing pretty normal shift here, pretty straight up. 2-2 pitch, fastball swung on, hit over to short. Fielded by Hudson, throws it, uh, bobbles it, can he make the play over in time? No, he can't. Cravey beats out the throw. So 
Craby reaching on the air will take it. Whatever, and listen, once, once it comes to playoffs, you don't care if it's pretty, you don't care if it's ugly. Just get on base get and let's done. make something happen. Runner for the Hornets, going to be number eight, Cole Giesling. Special runner in for Craby. And as an infielder, though, making an error in the first inning, you've really got to have the uh, the mental psyche to be able to bounce back from that and not let that be, become an error that happened back in the seventh. Yeah, you can't let that affect you. I mean, I mean, you're fixing to come in here. Who knows? The kid may be up next to bat. You can't just let that carry over to your bat because it could ruin you the next the, the rest of the game and then hurt your team later on in the, in the game. So we'll see uh, We'll see how it happens. But we do got Giesling over at first now, and the number four hitter, Hunter Mayo, going to step up, pick off of the first, not nearly in time. <laughs> my gosh guys if y'all can uh, I want to make sure I crank up this mic just a bit just a touch just so y'all can uh, make sure y'all getting the full Hornet experience here on the <laughs> nest uh, we have the best baseball student section I've encountered yet to this point of the season so uh, they are fantastic <coughs> Mayo takes the first pitch gets about the high outside corner with in for a strike so it's an 0-1 count with two down Giesling over at first and the pitch coming the curveball in the dirt. Making things one and one now. I'll tell you what, this is just exciting, man. It's, yeah. uh, it's playoff baseball at its best. Second round, and I tell you what, from this point on, you you're not guaranteed. Obviously, you're not guaranteed everything, but this nope. is a this is your your last guaranteed home game, and you're going into a series where this is this is one, then you get two there. So you don't have any advantages going into this if you don't pull this game off tonight. Yeah, you're making yourself you're making it very difficult on yourself later on. Uh, in the series, but hey, let's just take care of it tonight. Take care of it tomorrow. Let's get out of here and move on to round three. Yeah, it's a, it's a good atmosphere. We got a bunch of people here. Hornet fans always uh, showing up strong. Got still more pow uh, piling in. One, two pitch. That one's in the dirt. Catcher loses it. Gibson moves over to second. No problem. You know, that may be a good thing. Runner moved up in scoring position with Hunter Mayo up, and he's really been hot lately, so it could be a good thing. We'll take it we'll, once again. You'll take a base, however Any you can get you it, get whenever it. you can get Playoffs. it. <laughs> so let, let's just roll with this. So two-two count, two down, still here. Bottom of the first inning. And the pitch. That's a curveball. A little too far inside. Pitcher started walking on the mound. Thought he got it. The pitcher being Williamson. Robert Colbert behind the plate. Thought he could frame that one just right, but good count goes to full three and two with two down next pitch that's a ball taken Get it back. We'll, we'll take the free yeah absolutely we'll take the free pass there so what was uh just discipline being shown as a batter uh fall behind work your way back in it now you get your base out of it so hunter mayo go to first and weston mckinley first baseman for the hornets will step in McKinley, 224 average, six RBIs driven in on the year. So saying the, the batting, the, the offensive staff not going to blow you away. But the Hornets, what they've survived on this year is timely hitting. Not always consistent hitting, but timely hitting. Spin move on the mound. Back towards second for Casey Williams. Not going to make a throw. So Giesing will jog on back. Next pitch. Ah. McKinley pops that one up, got way too far under it in left field. Runner's just going to keep on going. Kyle Poe, can he get under to make the play? Yes, he will. So despite threatening, Hornets leave two stranded there to the bottom half of the first inning. We've got no score, but we'll be back coming for the top of the second in a moment. Uh, this, thanks for listening. This is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on the Nest. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon at the Texas Special Center here in Lufkin, Texas. I'm excited to announce a fascinating breakthrough in orthopedic care, the VSI or Vision Scope. This is a very small scope that I can place into either your shoulder or knee to help diagnose any problems that may be causing your pain. Here's how it works. You're completely awake, in my office, using a local anesthetic with minimal discomfort. You'll be able to view the entire procedure along with me. It's safe, practical, affordable, and takes literally a matter of minutes. You can return to work or school immediately afterwards. And as the only orthopedist in the East Texas area to perfect this device, please call my staff for an appointment to see whether VSI is for you. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-88. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back here, Hudson High School, top of the second inning. Second inning brought to you by Real Graphics and Lufkin. Real Graphics, we do it all. Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you here tonight. Robert Coles with the five, six, seven hitters due up this half inning. Uh, for the Mustangs, curveball will drop in there uh, slowly for uh, for Cravey, and he continues what he happened in, in the top of the first. He retired the last three uh, batters via the strikeout, so looking to, to pick up here, and he's hitting the zone early on. All, all very good green light signs for the Hornets. Yeah, no doubt. Cravey, he always he's just throwing everything with confidence. I mean, last game he had 15 Ks, and how can you not come back with a lot of confidence after striking out 15? And getting Absolutely. Pretty impressive. Absolutely. So the count now. 0-2 after the next pitch was fouled off. 0-2 pitch from Cravey. Fastball swung on, hitting the gap between first and second. Nice play by McKinley. Throws it over to Cravey. Touches the back just in time. Jesse Cravey able to make the play. So showing the skills off on the mound, showing the fielding skills off. We'll take it. That's pretty tough. That's a, that's a pretty athletic play right there. So now Zach Poe, third baseman. For the Mustangs will step up, and once again, he's one of these hitters with just a, another crazy average, 370 average, as well as 49 on-base percentage. Has hit two home runs this season, so able to. And with the stature, you would imagine, he, hey, he can, he can put uh, put a little fire into a ball, uh, to say the least. Yeah, these guys, they they got a bunch of guys on here that's got high averages. I mean, as a team, they they hit they hit pretty good, it looks like. So yeah. as you can see, the leadoff guy, his average is 443, and that's pretty. Pretty impressive. Pretty, yeah, pretty impressive to say the least. We don't know the competition. Uh, we know they were district champs. And you know, that didn't just happen. You know, it's not, yeah. just, it's not just ever a gimme for any situation. So uh, these guys can. So, so we'll see what happens. Poe playing third base for the Mustangs. First pitch fastball. A little too far inside, but I like how Craig going to come at him right away. Fastball right. inside, saying, "Look, I'm, uh, I'm going to control my play. Going to throw where I want." Next pitch. Oh, he wanted to call it. Golly, why didn't he call that? Well, that was, uh, you know, if he stays right there and keeps hitting that spot over and over again, he's going to have no choice but to start calling it. So Absolutely. 2-0 pitch in there for a strike. It's post. <laughs> Poe looks a little dumbfounded here at the plate. He's just yeah. he's like, he's trying to figure out this, all these hitters are, though. Right. You know, the first time through, you've got to figure out what's what's the parameters, what's what's all right, what's not. There that pitch. Is. Stay right there. You're going to earn that pitch, and that's what he just did. I mean, it didn't take him long to earn it, nope. though. And so the count now moves 2-2, two and two, and Cravey will deliver. Curveball swung on, shot down the third baseline, going to go foul. Count stays at 2-2. Two and two. 
just uh, had to make some tweaks here on the system. Got our, uh, <laughs> got our to where in our ears we can hear the game. You know, like yeah. it, like I was like, um, something's not. Right. I mean, it sounds good. <laughs> it didn't sound just perfect though. So, but now we're there. Two two pitch fastball. Woo! Didn't get the call on it. It's all right. Most of the displeasure of the Hornets. Hey, that's where you want to put one. Yeah, that's uh, especially this guy. This guy's he can hit pretty good. So keeping that ball in the outer part of the plate, you know, not leaving nothing that can hit. Smart idea. Count full. Next pitch. One line chopped. Going to go foul though. So we'll try one more time. Three, two pitch. A little battle here brewing between Cravey and Zach Poe at the plate. Might expect all speed right here, in my opinion. I mean, he's come back with three fastballs in a row to a kid that can hit like this. And coaches staff at Hudson, you know, as good as they are, they probably know that. So. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got we got the best. We've got the best, man. The best in the state, in my opinion. So the count's full, three and two with one down top of the second. No score. Second inning brought to you by Real Graphics. Craigie sets on the mound, and he delivers. Another curveball just like he caught. That one's hit in the air to center field. Richardson, though, with his speed, makes it look easy. A, a play that he had to arrange quite a ways in, but uh, just turns on the Jets. Looks like a little uh, Speedy Gonzalez out there, the road runner, whatever. You can see back back in the cartoon days, you just see him turn on the Jets. He gets there, no problem. And quickly, we've got two down here for Casey Williamson, the opposing pitcher for the Mustangs. Oh, that takes some guts right there throwing the ball. Curveball 3-2. <laughs> Williamson, 284 hitter on the season. One triple, uh, one triple that used him a lot in, in sacrifice situations. However, uh, we saw it's been successful in the two throughout the year, but now uh, there's nothing to sacrifice for. You just got to get on base right. uh, as a hitter here. First pitch is strike, second pitch a little low in the dirt. Evens the count up one and one. Next pitch, wow. Gripped into that one really well. Right center field. Oh, that ball's yeah. going to drop. Richardson not going to be able to make the play, but does make it on the, uh, get it on the bounce. And Casey Williamson, strong hit there. Yeah, he hit that ball pretty solid there. Kind of left it up over the plate a little bit. Yeah, kind of missed his spot from, from yep. where Lovelace was going behind the plate. Kind of, I think Lovelace was setting up a little bit more outside uh, of the plate, trying to see, try to get him to chase something. Special runner uh, going to come in for the Mustang. Special run, runner, uh, runner is uh, number one. We're looking for, as we were writing pregame, all the, the, the rosters and everything down. We saw Massonville had just, I mean, they had like 15 Tons of million them. people on the roster from what it seems like. <laughs> that uh, special runner is number one, Bryce Bennett. Fastball high. Got to say something special here. It's a, it's a great day for Hornet baseball. It's a great day my family happy birthday to my grandma uh my nana simmons got to give her a shout out here awesome. as the play-by-play uh, -play, you kind of get to uh, do it call your own shots once in a while so happy birthday to you nana she uh i think she's like 23 24 years old now something, <laughs> something along along those lines watching tatum all the time uh the way she she works with my, my son tatum it's uh, uh it makes it seem like she's 23 24 because she's yeah. running and gunning right there with us. so happy birthday to you nana Hopefully, I know you're always listening there from your uh, recliner. She's all, what she's doing is she's watching ABC and listening to the game awesome. all the time, all the time. <laughs> so it happens. 2-0 count. Another pickoff move to first. Not in time. Trying to get Bennett to stay close is Jesse Cravey. 2-0 count. Don't imagine. I'm anxious to see what happens because this is a team that likes to swipe bases and likes to uh, do it very early and often. Uh, haven't seen it yet, but then again, there's a good reason for it because when you have the catcher that we have behind the plate. Yeah, like we were looking at their stats while ago. I mean, one guy's got 17 stolen bases and he got caught stealing three times. So, I mean. So they know what they're doing. So you can expect them to run just a little bit for sure. Next pitch fastball gets the inside corner for a 3 1 count. 
So runner at first base, three, one count, two down. Top of the second inning, no score. Cravey on the mound, and the pitch coming. Fastball got the strike zone as well, three, two pitch. So Cravey able to work his way back. Count being 3-0, Massonville fans none too happy with the call. It's all right, makes it for fun radio to say the least. Y'all can no only doubt. imagine what's going on. So counts 3-2, runner on second, imagine he's going to be going. Doesn't, swung on in the miss. Jesse Cravey struck him out with a high fastball there. That's Cravey's fourth pat pin punch out of the evening. We'll be back, bottom of the second, coming your way in just a moment. This is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on the next. Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simple League checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. And welcome back here. Bottom of the second inning. Happy to be with you here on the Nest Playoff Baseball. Hornets in the area round taking on Massaville Mustangs. Casey Williamson on the mound for the Mustangs. And Zach Pierce first up for the Hornets. Likes the first pitch he sees. Drives that one to left field. And before Zach, just as Zach would do, before we can get into the story, before we can tell you how well he's hitting, how, how hot of a streak he's on, uh, Pierce comes up with a leadoff single, first into the game for your Hornets. Yeah, no doubt. How do you like your, how do you like your, uh, your number two pitcher to come out? Absolutely. Here what, what's he hitting, like three-something? Well, let's take a look. He's hitting 600. Oh, he's hitting 600. 600, wow. yeah. because he's 300 points low. That's yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no, no big deal. 10 for 14. Zonk, he's had two at-bats. 10 for 14 and, uh, for the first time that he's been at the plate in over two years. So wow. the hot streak continues. We'll take it. That'll bring up now uh, the man-child, Duke Jordan. Oh. Pierce trying to swipe second after the ball got down. Yes, he'll take it. And that's the momentum. That's the momentum that Pierce has brought off from the end of the district season into playoffs now. Uh, whenever he's able to make a play, whether it's through a hit or swipe bag, taking advantage of opportunities like this, and Pierce doing such a good job. Now he ends up on second base on some heads-up base running. And, the, and as we said, the man child up for Duke, Duke Jordan. Yeah. Uh, 6'2", 225, and what, a sophomore? Sophomore. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, just, you know, got to love him. He could just rip into one. Uh, that would sure be nice. Williamson's. No, I was here at practice yesterday. And they were working on Duke getting up there closer to the plate and just taking monster. Right now. <laughs> just I mean, how can you blame them? That kid's 6'2 as a sophomore, probably 225 pounds. Absolutely. I mean, how 
Why not? Why not? Especially now, 2 0 count. He's got what he's wanting. Pierce uh, gets back to second safely on a pickoff move. I mean, dude gets a hold of one. He can sure drive one in the gap. I, know that. I mean, he can send it right into the to the windows over there at the cafeteria. He can send it back into the building and left. Wherever you want to do 2 0 pitch. That oh, one swung up. That's a hit a mile up in the air. Tied. Darren Bakley in center field. Will Pierce try to tag? Yes, he will. He's coming on. Throw from center. Pierce going to, to do a fake right. tag on it. Right, no outs. Maybe one of those things that you're just trying to test the arm. You want to see what's going to happen here well, in, the, in the game. You no. Know, Pierce, Pierce pitches good, hits good, but uh, he's not the fastest in the dugout. So that's probably, <laughs> you know. That's pretty nicely put. That's uh, take a, You might take a gamble on one out, get the second base, score a little easier on a base hit. But right. no outs, one off. Well, yeah, why not just hold off on it? So now Clayton Hill will step in. Hill, the designated hitter for the Hornets tonight. But that is crazy. Zach committed to ETBU to be a pitcher, and he's <laughs> hitting like he does. They made to switch him over to third base real quick <laughs> on games that he's not pitching. First pitch from Williamson, driven in the air, left center field by Hill. That one's going to go up. Pierce going to go halfway. Now he'll jog back to the back on the, on, on the tag. So it started off promising with Pierce in scoring position. He's still there, but the Hornets now, instead of no outs, it's came to two. Man, when you get a, you get a runner at second base, no outs, you have to get him in. It's, uh, you just have to do it, especially in a playoff game. Every run counts. Every, every, every run counts. And now if this guy, this guy makes contact, he's safe at first. Connor Richardson, uh, the wheels that he has, I was talking with uh, Coach Kimball, uh, trying to uh, – just compare the speed that he has on the bases uh, to anybody in history's past. He said there's one guy uh, that I would actually put him up against, and uh, uh, it's a guy that that many Hornet fans know. I know him by his last name. I was a, I was a rural kid hearing about him. His last his last name Truby, uh, just incredibly fast on the bases. He was saying Kimball has uh, that Richardson has this kind of speed here on the bases. So 0-1 count as Richardson fouls off the first pitch. Pierce at second. The second inning brought to you by Real Graphics and Lufkin. Real Graphics, and we do it all. Pickoff move back to second. Once again, Pierce going to get back. <laughs> it's funny. You can tell he's been on the, on, on the base pass a whole heck of a lot trying to uh, trying to run. Not going not, not to. He hasn't dirtied up the uniform quite yet. Yeah. We, might, we might get there a little bit later. 0-1 pitch coming out of Connor. Fastball way high out of the zone. Evens the count up at 1-1. One one. Richardson on the season. Only bats 176, but what he's able to do is he forces defenses to, to simply uh, be, caught, be, be caught in a, in a, in a yeah. he had to hurry up, being commit errors because his speed yep. down the, the baseline is so fast. Fastball, another one's high. I mean, count moves to two and one. His approach to the plate needs to be: I'm going to get up here and I'm going to hit a ground ball somewhere. I'm not going to try to <laughs> hit it out of out of the park. I mean, if you run a six five sixty like he does, I mean, you just yeah. have to you just have to have that mindset. Two one pitch. Fastball just swung under it. Richardson is prone for, for the strikeout, uh, leading the team uh, by, by quite a bit in the strikeout category. He takes big cuts when he gets up there, but hey, uh, he's just trying. All his mission is this: just drop contact. And I'm surprised. I'm surprised, honestly, looking at the defensive lineman. We might take advantage next time, even with two outs. Richardson, if he would have yeah. lay a bunt back on one of the, the pit, one of the strikes earlier in the count, this defense this defense is playing way deep. He beats that out by a mile. You know the the, the third baseman. You know he doesn't look like the fastest guy in the world. No, it as doesn't. A, as a as a hitter like Connor, you know, he's like, like you said, he's probably one of the fastest guys in Hudson High School. I mean, you have to realize that, hey, maybe 0-1, maybe absolutely. 0 -0. I'm going to try to lay a bunt down and get to first base. We'll see how it progresses throughout the game. 3-2 pitch, that one's fouled off, goes back into the netting. So we'll try it again with a full count as this is 
Hornet playoff baseball here in the nest. Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you. Audie, you were here just last year, man. Just last year. Oh. I tell you, I'd go do it again if I could. I, I know the feeling. Know the feeling very much. Count three and two. Now for the baseball field on the basketball court. Three-two pitch swung on and missed by Richardson. So Williamson able to get a strikeout here. His first of the game. We've got no score. We leave one runner on second base after a leadoff single for Pierce. Going to be stranded at second. We'll be back. No score. Top of the third. Coming up after the break, this is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on The Nest. Real Graphics is the place for your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. When you are looking to plan your financial future, seek out the expertise of none other than Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Offering solutions that include 529 college savings plans, life insurance, and retirement plans, Brad Morris can work with you to find exactly what you need. Give Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group a call at 936-634-3378. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Top of the third inning. We've got no score. Hornet playoff baseball here on The Nest. Area round. Jesse Craby on the mound. Four strikeouts through two innings pitched so far, only allowing two hits. He'll be going against the 9-1-2 hitters. First, Thomas Hudson, the shortstop, who we saw commit an error earlier in the game. He'll be leading off the Mustangs of Madisonville. Thomas Hudson, I can't really say his last name because then fans will get confused back uh, wherever they're listening from. So I'll say I'll make sure to say uh, TH or Thomas Hudson gets ahead in the count. Now he's three counts three and zero, oh, taking off fastball down in the zone. Next pitch, that one swung on three zero green light, chopped up the middle, filled it by Penning, throws it over the first, got it in time. JT Penning making the play. Surprised me seeing that, that Hudson's a free swinger there on a 3 0 count. I'm not sure why, but hey, we'll take well, advantage I mean, of it and, and take advantage roll with of it. it. But I mean, 3 0, no outs. Wasn't the best pitch in no the world for cutout either. No way you're swinging at that. Maybe not even at a 3 1 pitch. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, so. Like I said, playoffs, you got to get anything <laughs> how you can get it. So now we go to the. Top of the line, though, number 10, Kyle Poe, who we start, start, saw him start off the game with a shot to left center field. No doubt. Bounced off the bottom of the fence, almost went yard uh, here off Cravey. Cravey wasn't shaking up, though, came back to get the next three hitters. And quickly now, Cravey ahead. In the, oh, I thought that was a strike. But yes, nonetheless, 1-1 one, one count. Curveball looked very good, just caught a little bit outside. So Cravey pitching <laughs> into Poe. Fastball gets to the inside part of the plate. One count now, one and two, and Kirby not backing down, just coming at him. What you said, you hit me once, now do it twice. Let's see what can happen. Yeah, you got to hit your spots on this guy. I mean, he's got 13, well, 14 doubles now on the season. So, I mean, you kind of got to kind of got to drop your eyes and cross your T's for sure. One-two pitch curveball. That one's chopped. Going to come right back in front of us here. 
broadcasting table here at Gibson Field. It's a great night to be with you. Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you. So Poe, a 443 hitter, 5'10 on base percentage. As you said, 14 doubles now on the season. Leads the team in hits overall with 39. He can really swing the bat well. One, two pitch. That one's a curveball. <laughs> Lovely. Not with no runners on, still making the effort to, to, to come up with what a, what a stop behind the plate. Just goes to show you how to why he's the best in the state for sure. If I'm him, I make that play, then I look over the dugout and I say, I dare you. And that's I all he did. I just did say, I dare you. Yeah. you. See that play? Because even with that, with the bounce off to the side, he can still gun him down. Pass ball. Oh, golly. Nice spot, Craig. Just a little bit too far outside. Count moves to three and two. Yeah. And that was I'm a good place, good place to, to see where that one went. Count full, Cravey delivering. Curveball tipped into the glove of Kyle Lovelace, striking out Kyle Poe. We'll take it. Jesse Cravey now his fifth pat pin punch out of the night. Five strikeouts for Jesse Cravey. Every Hornet strikeout brought to you by Pat Penn with Timber Country Real Estate. Let Pat meet all of your real estate needs. It's a big out. I saw him today at, uh, at, at the restaurant at lunch, and I said, look, dude, Jesse Curry's on the mound. I said your name 15 times last time uh, he was on there. He's like, I'm hoping for 15. I'm hoping for 30 more tonight. We'll see what can come from it. First pitch here into Alan Hamirio. I mean, that out right, right there, that second out, that's a that's a big out. That kid's really good. So, Hamirio uh, takes the first pitch for a strike. Next pitch, fastball. That one's fouled ahead and way out of play. So Craig now once again in the driver's seat with an 0-2 count. Nobody on base. Now you don't want to see runners get on base against Cravey, but I'm anxious to see a runner get on and see if they try to steal. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's just interesting. Fastball taken. Strike three. He'll sit him down. Jesse Cravey now. Six punch outs on the night. Six pat pin punch outs that is. Cravey looking good. His playoff form is in uh, fine shape here tonight. We, we move now to the bottom half of the third inning with no score. And the Hornets coming up to bat. Uh, batting for the Hornets is going to be the top of the line of JT Pennant, Kyle Lovelace, and the man of the hour, Jesse Craven. We'll be back after the break. This is Hornet Playoff Baseball here on The Nest. Soundtapes designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtapes provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtapes is online at soundtapes.com. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back here, bottom of the third inning, the one, two, three, do up this half inning for the Hornets, JT Pennant, Kyle Lovelace, and Jesse Cravey. 
First pitch is swing and fouls it. Uh, to his left, going to roll back a little bit, and Kyle Lowlace will go pick it up after being in the on-deck circle. 0-1 count, Pinnock grounded out to shortstop his first time up. Pinnock also leading the team in batting average. We don't have anybody cracking the 300 mark, which is just you know mind-blowing to me, but he is hitting 293 on the season, leading the Hornets in average, so hoping to get somebody on base here. Early on, working against Casey Williamson. Pinnock likes, I tell you what, that's twice now. Pinnock, the first time up, he, he had that first pitch line drive down uh, back to where the tarp is uh, in the left field line. And this time, a little bit behind it, but just ripped into it. Going to go foul uh, over the right field fence towards where the Hudson Cafeteria is here on the campus of Hudson High School. 0-2 now for Pinnock, who bats on the right side. And the pitch coming from Williamson. Curveball, wow. What a pitch. Nice pitch there from Williamson. Hasn't been working that good all night long. Kind of surprising with off speed there. It's pretty good. So Williamson now, two strikeouts, and they'll bring up our catcher, Kyle Lovelace. We rave, rant, rave around, uh, about uh, behind the plate because the Army has. And uh, this series is going to be interesting to see how, how much uh, Madisonville wants to try to run on them and how much they hold off. Haven't seen it to this point, but now with the plate, we're going to see if, if Lovelace can get it going. One down. Bottom of the third, brought to you by Taco Casa. First pitch taken for a strike. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Proud sponsors of the Hornet Baseball here on the nest. Now, I'm sure people get tired of us saying his name and ranting and raving, but, <laughs> I mean, how can you not? The kids how can just, you not, though? I mean, he does everything. He does everything well. He does everything right. He, he yeah. does everything right. There's nothing the kid does wrong, really. I mean, nothing that, that like, the playing baseball I can see. 2-0 pitch. That one swung on, hit high in the air, but almost directly at Darren Blakely in center. He didn't even have to move to make that catch. Uh, he got an easy out on that one. But Lovelace, once again, good contact. Uh, we saw him make good contact his first bat as well when he uh, popped out to left center field uh, where Kyle Poe made a, a great play. So now two down, bottom of the third. Jesse Cravey will step up, bat to the left side, and having a heck of a night on the mound now from the plate. Uh, we'd love to see uh, a little display of that power uh, we saw for that one home run blast earlier in the season. I'll take a, I'll take a home run shot. I don't think I've ever got to call one here for, for the Hornets. Yeah, I'd uh, like to see one too. It'd be nice. I did one for the Lady Hornets. Now I saw it called back to back, so now I'm waiting for the Hornets too. Uh, I want to see that happen here tonight. That'd be quite impressive. 1 0 count. Fastball a little bit too far inside. Next we're, count, not 2 0. We're starting to, you know, we're starting to make better contact. I think they're starting to swing at better pitches. Like we were talking about earlier, that's what they need to work on to win the game. I think they're starting to do that, recognize that. 2 0 pitch. That one swung on. That one hits off the. Uh, the helmet there of the catcher, catcher Robert Colbreth. Count moves two and one. I'll tell you what, Craig, just a big kid. Huge. Big kid. I mean, just. I mean, he's not very tall. He's just. He's just thick. He's just thick. I mean, not not fat, not anything like that. Just muscled up and uh, just, just a big boy. Count moves two and two after a slow breaking curveball from Williamson on the mound. Casey Williamson on the mound throwing to Robert Colbert behind the plate. Gravy took a curveball there, 2-2 pitch. That one's outside, makes a count full. We've seen more full counts this game between both bat, both teams. They're, they're yep. really trying to be patient at the plate, work for good at bats, and uh, so far both teams executing well on that end of on it, that end of things. Just haven't resulted in a run for either one. Gravy next pitch swung on, hit hard on the first baseline. That one's going to go foul on a high chopper. That'll roll all the way to the back corner, and Allen Camillo will make the play to get that one back in. 
long trot just for a foul ball. Yeah. That's got to be annoying, too. Yeah, I guarantee it. <laughs> Second baseman or a shortstop, you didn't have to worry about that. I mean, yeah. it's just, hey, you're in the middle of the infield. You back right. up the pitcher on a throwback, and that's about oh. all you have to worry about. Wow, Cravey gets into this one high in the air. Right field. Will he get out of here? They're still moving back. Camilio, oh, back up against the wall, making the catch. We just almost got to see it there. Just missed it. Kind of got caught watching that one up in the sky. I'm like, is that thing going to get going? You had the look. I kind of had that look, too. But yeah. uh, Cravey just a little bit too far under it. So the Hornets go down in order on that one. We'll be back now with no scores. We move into the top of the fourth inning. Hornet playoff baseball here on the Nest. Hornet fans catch every game live or relive your favorite moments. Check out our new and vastly improved website, thenesthudson.com. Photos, archives, and live broadcasts can be found from the palm of your hand. Do it now. Check out The Nest Hudson, thenesthudson.com. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Attention Hornet fans, it is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street in Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Just got out of the third inning. The third inning was brought to you by Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. We now move into the top of the fourth inning with no score. Jesse Cravey on the mound doing work. Six strikeouts so far out of the nine batters that counted for. First pitch swinging, though, for Darren Blakely. The center fielder rips it into center field for a one-pitch single. That's efficient. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's another one of the guys on the, <clears throat> in the lineup that have a great bat average. <laughs> right. That's one of the – I think it's three of the guys in the 400s, I Yeah, think. Three, three guys in the – old. Three guys in the 400s, and then three or three or four in the high 350 or above. So it's uh, it shows. It definitely shows. It definitely does. Another power guy here, Sam Parak, will step up. Parak batting 270. He's one of those guys with a ton of power. Fastball inside for ball number one, and that's what I love about Lovelace. So keep you in check, even when you're on the bag. He gets you the pitch. Uh, Got to try to keep Blakely there close, so he faked the throw down to first. Blakely jumped back quickly. That's very smart on their part Yeah. Uh, to respect yeah. the arm behind the plate. 1-0 pitch. Uh, not going to be a pitch. going to be a pickoff move instead. Maybe see, we'll see a little action here on the bases, maybe. I don't know. I think this kid's got on first base. got a few stolen bases. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? All knows. Their whole team just loves to run, looking at the stats oh. overall. Chopper hit back to Cravey the mound. Throws a second for one. Gets it to Pinnock. Pinnock then. On the on transfer, the transfer that he's gonna be, it's going to be an out because Pinnock was trying to make the transfer. The ball came out of out of his hand as the ball was already 
transfer was already made completely, right. but Cravey, or pardon me, Penny got, was it slid into, got some, caught some spikes on that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> out the middle, you're bound to catch some spikes, and I promise it does not feel good. Tell you what, that's... That's tough, man. It's pretty That's rough. Tough. I'm glad I didn't deal with that. In basketball, you deal with stuff, but yeah. you don't. You don't deal with. You don't deal with spikes coming in, and, and you know. It's pretty rough. It hurts. It's one of those things that you kind of assume, and the base runner they're trying to take care of their, of their batter, yeah. trying to get to the bag. So it's just one of those. It's just baseball. One of those things. Yeah, it's exactly one of those things. One of the, another thing about baseball, I'm thinking about this, and I've, obviously I've spent way too much time thinking about the game uh, because I'm thinking at my house. I'm, I'm looking and I'm seeing the catcher or the the home plate umpire calling from the strike zone. He's behind the catcher. Doesn't even have that good of, a, of of the plate. He can't really see the zone that well. The best guy on the mound on the field that has the best position is the guy right now at second base. Like. When are we going to see that shift happen from behind home? Uh, maybe we'll still have the umpire there, but maybe it won't be – I don't know. Yeah. That's one of those wild theories that I'm thinking. <laughs> I just think the guy at second right now, the umpire at second, can see the zone better. But, you know, that's I'm definitely uh, not a baseball rule writer by any means. So it's uh, Parak at first and Robert Colbert, the, the catcher, off the bat now. Colbert, 0 for 1 on the evening. Massonville with three hits over on the night. Wow. I didn't miss by much. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't at all. The ball going to be caught a little bit outside. Lose count 1 and 0. Wow. Parak not getting much of a lead whatsoever. Not really the threat to steal. Curveball from Cravey in there for strike number one. Even things up now 1 and 1. That's, that's Cravey right here. You know, you got a uh, runner on first base. Probably doesn't look like the fastest guy. Maybe, maybe not. But the runner up to the batter is not. Doesn't look fast either, so you're one out, you one pitch away, ground ball, get you out of the inning, save some pitches. We'll see what happens now. One one pitch, a curveball, just gonna be caught a little bit outside, but once again, Cravey not far off on the zone whatsoever. Uh, not far off at all. He is all over it, painting it. It's a little bit too outside. So now count moves two and one. Two one pitch, that one shot off into the net, even things up at two and two. So two and two pitch, You're gonna be on the way in just a moment. This fourth inning brought to you by the Children's Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Crowd sponsors of Hornet Baseball here on the Nest. Two two pitch curveball, a little high outside on that one. That's the most clear uh, ball that we've seen no <laughs> in in the no whole doubt. of that. The other two have, have been. They've been close. Yeah, he's been pretty much all around the zone on that long. I mean, he's really, really got his stuff tonight, to be honest. So a 3-2 pitch. It's going to be delivered now from Craig. He swung on, hit hard, gets in between short and third. Runner Parak will move over to second. And Colbert reaches on the single. Two hits here this half inning for the Mustangs. This guy's a big threat. Big threat. Oh man, you had to had to mention him. He's he's big. He, he's definitely the threat there at the plate. Uh, we saw uh, him take some some very nice cuts. He ended up striking out, or pardon yeah. me, ended up uh, popping out the center field. But uh, we had some very good cuts there at the plate. Poe batting 370 on the season, 49 on base percentage. He comes up with two runners on and only one down. So scoring position, scoring opportunity here for Madisonville. Cravey delivers a curveball. Wow. What a Good pitch. pitch. Good pitch. <laughs> Good pitch to lead that. I love it. I love it. 0-1 count. 
As we said, one down, no score here. Top of the fourth inning. Four hits from Madisonville on the night. Next pitch from Craven, another curveball, but a stop made by Lovelace in the dirt. Once again. Once again. Just showing off. Once again. I think he does it sometimes to see how how many times how many different ways can they talk about me. No doubt. Um, <laughs> Knowing him, me being good friends with him, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one uh, fastball. That one bounced way early. And once again. And once again, stop made though. So two mean, one count. He's just an absolute wall. He is. He's so well. He moves so quickly behind the plate. His, just, his up down it just. I don't know if you can measure. I don't know if you time now. I'm sure they do it some kind of MLB combine or something, but uh, it's incredibly quick. 2-1 pitch a little far outside on the fastball, so now moves to 3-1. Tough spot here for Cravey and the Hornets. Trying to get out of this one untouched. I talk to, because one of the guys that I make it part of the routine and talk to him every time before before the game, just do a pulse check with him. How's he feeling? And it's always it's always his response. We're ready. I'm always ready. Let's go get a win. Yeah, Those man. three things. I mean, it's boom, boom, boom every single time and uh, not going to give me – uh, not going to give me much more. I mean, we talk. We're, we're very right. friendly. We message all the time talking and, and stuff. But he, when it's game day, it's game day. It's he's game locked day. in, and uh, he's ready, it's ready to take care of business. People probably think he's the most cockiest guy in the world, but he's the most humble guy you can ever meet in your life. He really, really is. 3-1 pitch. That one's fouled off. Going to go into the netting. Might have got away with one right there. That's uh, You don't leave that guy. You don't leave that pitch to that guy and 3-1 count. Because in 3-1 count, he has nothing to lose. Right. He's swinging Oh, hard. absolutely. You're He's swinging for the poke sign. And <laughs> if I hit it, I hit it. If I don't, I don't. And he just got away with one right there. So we'll we'll be the beneficiaries of that one. Yeah. The count move. The count moves to full three and two with one down. Runners on first and second. Cravey asking for a new baseball. Gets it. Now let's step on the mound. 3-2 pitch on the way. Curveball swung on. Wow, hit high in the air. Richardson ranging back Richardson. over his left. Backing up against the wall. Will he make the play? Yes, he will. Runner not going to be able to tag up. It's almost a base running error there for Massenville. You would expect. Yeah, that's, that's, you, you see a ball hit that deep and a guy turning their shoulder to run at the deepest part of the ballpark. Right. You have to tag up. You have to try to at least, I mean, Richardson's three, you know, 360 away. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't try to advance on it, but nonetheless, that benefits the Hornets. Not that right. I'm hating that that happened, but right. I'm kind of surprised by it with the, the expertise on the bases that we've seen from Madisonville all season long. I mean, you can see why that guy's a threat. I mean, Craby just threw a curveball outside at the knees, and the guy drove it and this nearly one hit far out of here almost. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty close. Very similar to the same result as... Uh, what happened the first time yep. up? That so the first first time up. It was a little bit shorter. Mm. Now Casey Williamson, the opposing pitcher, will step in, one for one with a single, stranded back uh, in the second inning on first base. Takes the first pitch for a strike on the outside corner from Cravey. So the count moves to 0 and 1. Two runners on Cravey trying to get out of it with runners in scoring position. Now he's one strike away from from escaping here. 0 2 count. Good spot to be right here. <laughs> two outs, runner in second base. Absolutely. Uh, you're, you're doing well. You're sitting pretty after uh, what was dangerous looking on the bases with two runners on and one down. Now moves to 0-2 count, two down, still two runners on, but one strike can get you out of it here. Good job by Cravey. I mean, he's kept his composure. Just keep throwing strikes, you know. You know I mean, he can pitch it, but he can't control where they hit it. Right. So. You do what you can do on the mound. You don't place anything out over the plate here with an 0-2 pitch. Trying to make him swing. Curveball. Got him looking. 
Casey Williamson struck out with the bat sitting on his shoulder. Jesse Cravey now with the seventh strikeout of the night. Gets out of that one without a run being scored. Four hits overall in the game for Madisonville, but no run scored. That's the most important category. We move now to the bottom of the fourth inning with no score. Hornets trying to take a lead here. We'll see what happens when we come back from the break. This is Hefty Hornet Playoff Baseball here on the Nest. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Bottom of the fourth inning. We've still got no score. This fourth inning brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. And we've got Hunter Mayo up. First pitch fouled off in the third baseline. So falls behind the count. 0-1 here at the plate. But uh, you were saying in the break, talking a little about Mayo. Tell, tell the audience what you, what you tell me. Well, I was just saying, you know, Mayo, he's a he's just a sophomore. And he can be a very big spark plug. You know, he just, that ball he popped straight up. But, he, you know, he put a good swing on it. Just barely missed it. I mean, right. can't blame him for just, taking a good hack at something that was right over the gut. Absolutely. So, so Mayo, as, as Audie just said, popped up in foul territory over the first baseline. That'll bring up the bat now. Weston McKinley, the first baseman. For the Hornets, 0 for 1 on the night. McKinley, a 224 hitter on the season. Also reached base uh, 12 times via the walk. It's tied for first him and, and Connor Richardson both leading the team in walks with 12 taken. So pretty peculiar uh, on, on his own. Just try to, try to keep it uh, nice and tight on what he wants to get. First pitch taken high for a ball. Next pitch now from Casey Williamson, the pitcher for the Mustangs, in there for strike one. So 1-1 count with one down, bottom of the fourth. Curveball in the dirt for a ball. Count moves now 2-1. and one. Fun night here. Kind of muggy. Yeah, it's a little hot out here. A little hot. Brought a, busted out the, ca- uh, the cargo shorts whatever here with a little polo. I like to normally you know, wear jeans and stuff. Yeah. But I walked outside for 10 minutes when I was setting all this up, and I was like, no, that's uh, that's not working this time. Yeah. So, <laughs> so slip on the shorts. That's okay. Count now two and two after McKinley fouls off the next pitch into the netting behind home. Williamson 
on the mound for the Mustangs. Doing a pretty good job here so far tonight. Only allowing one hit, no runs. Uh, Hornets haven't been able to really get around on them that, uh, a whole heck of a lot. We've threatened a couple times, but not able to produce anything. Pop-up now hitting the foul territory, third baseline. Zach Poe going over to make the play. He'll make it. So quickly, it's two down, and the Hornets are struggling to, to get momentum. But, hey, when you need momentum, we've got the right guy coming up. Right. <laughs> well, you said he was 10 for 14. Yeah, 10 for I make, mean, it, make it now 11, 11 for 15. for 15. I mean, he's, uh, like you said, he's hitting 600 before tonight. Probably went up a little bit. Yeah, that, that percentage point jumps up just a bit, but he was hitting 600 coming in. And now Pierce, the guy that had to pull out of retirement from hitting for over two years, he unretired and came in to, to be a, a spark. Takes the first pitch for a ball high. Last time came up, singled into center field. First pitch he saw just drove it. I mean, he's not hitting, not hitting just little weak hits. He's, he's really crushing the ball. 1-0 pitch. That one's low. Ball number two. No, it's. As Coach Kimball, it may be pretty hard to keep your number two guy at third base and let him hit when he's got a pitch tomorrow. But hey, how can you not put how, him in the lineup? And you know, how can you not? We've seen it from from Cravey every uh, all year long with, with him uh, being the pitcher also in the lineup. So we might be seeing the same thing. Can only speculate. Right. Two zero pitch. That one's high and away for ball three. I believe we saw. Did we see in the uh, extra inning game at center was? Pierce was in the lineup. Yes, and he got one of the biggest hits of the night, <laughs> of course. So maybe maybe it won't affect him. Maybe he'll be able to. Uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow in Massville. 3-0 pitch. That one's high in the zone for ball number four. Pierce will jog on down to first base. So uh, reach base safely now in each at bat. I mean, he's kind of like Kyle. I mean, we talk about we talk about Zach a lot too. But I mean, how can we not talk about two guys that do everything? Right, do everything good. Oh, absolutely. They give you a ton to talk about them. We get this guy coming up, Duke Jordan, the man child. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, I mean, he, just, he, I'll tell you what, we're going to see something happen. There's no I mean, doubt. We, we, I, don't, I don't care. He's a sophomore. At some point, we're going to see uh, just what could happen. The fastball gets, uh, I think that Williamson kind of got away with one there. Yeah. Um, now he left that one out a little bit over the plate. It's okay. That's a good take right there, two outs. Just going to hit a ground ball with that pitch. Right. <laughs> Pickoff move to first, not in time to get Pierce. Pierce finally gets the pants dirty. I think it's the first time we've seen him slide back on a pickoff move on that yep. couple standing up. He's yep. not taking huge leads or whatever. We did see him swipe a bag, though, on a on a bobble by the catcher, so they're trying to play the extra safe. 0-1 pitch. Curveball oh. swung on. That one slapped in the center. Will it get down, though? Yes. It will. Duke Jordan. That was a really good piece of hitting. He, he took the curveball, really waited on it, and then came through with the, with the hands just right. Just hit it the other way. That's what you want to try to do with that. You just don't you don't want to try to pull it because if you try to pull it, you're going to roll over. Uh-huh. Ground ball to shortstop third base, but stay back. Just threw his hands at it, and look, now you got a runner scoring position two out. A guy that could probably get some get something started for sure. Oh, well, we've seen Clayton Hill just rip it to the fence. We've seen him really be a spark all throughout the season. Runners on first and second. The pitch from Williamson. That one's driven right center field. That's a gap for Williamson down oh man that was so close to being down but what a play made by darren blakely the center fielder for the madisonville mustangs came in sliding to make the catch preventing any runs from scoring so the hornets were threatening relief too stranded uh, not because of alaska effort there with two outs just an excellent play by blakely in center field so we go down in the fourth without any runs neither team scored zero to zero so we move now to the top of the fifth inning don't go anywhere this is hudson hornet playoff baseball here on the nest Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon at the Texas Special Center here in Lufkin, Texas. I'm excited to announce a fascinating breakthrough in orthopedic care, the VSI or Vision Scope. 
This is a very small scope that I can place into either your shoulder or knee to help diagnose any problems that may be causing your pain. Here's how it works. You're completely awake, in my office, using a local anesthetic with minimal discomfort. You'll be able to view the entire procedure along with me. It's safe, practical, affordable, and takes literally a matter of minutes. You can return to work or school immediately afterwards. And as the only orthopedist in the East Texas area to perfect this device, please call my staff for an appointment to see whether VSI is for you. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-88. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Ben Phillips, Thomas Hudson, and Kyle Poe, the one, two, three, Doug, batting in the eight, nine, one spot for the Mustangs of Madisonville. Jesse Cravey continues uh, pitching here on the mound for the Hornets after having just a, a solid uh, performance at this point. Cravey, seven strikeouts on the night, allowing four hits, uh, but no runs, most importantly, here. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, we I've seen uh, games just last weekend with Lady Hornets softball. They won every category except the one that, that mattered, you know. It was a... Uh, it's tough to see that happen to him, but Cravey uh, doing everything right so far. Now if we can just keep the run runs down, we'll be we found one one count after a fastball got the low edge of the zone. Mm. Next pitch, that one's a little bit too low, and that was kind of a makeup call for sure. Pitch, pitch before trying to cross at his shoe tops a little bit, but <laughs> two one pitch. That one gets the zone, and Cravey just consistently going down in the zone. You might see him here. His curveball's been so effective, so you might see him try to get him to chase low and away, or come back with a fastball high and change that fastball here, change in my it, opinion. Change that eye level on it. So 2-2 nope. pitch, curveball. Oh, man. Tough. It's all right. Counts 3-2. and two. That's exactly what you want. Even if you don't get the call, you're not leaving anything out over the plate for it to then take a stab at. And uh, It's a very uh, tasty pitch, yeah. if you could say. Count 4-0, 3-2. That one's driven. going to be foul. You know, like we were talking about before, he might have had a makeup call. The ball before that crossed at the shoe tops. You know, as, once again, as good as Kyle is, you know, he can frame those baseballs, bring them back up to his knees, and makes it look like a shot. Oh, absolutely. That's what I was saying. The angle of the umpire, one of these days we'll see it change. But a fastball hit up the middle for a base hit. Hit number five now for the Mustangs. And Ben Phillips reaches, makes him now one for two on the night. That's all right. Phillips on the, on the year does have four stolen bases to his credit about run of the mill for for what we've seen throughout this this mustang lineup but once again we're not terribly worried about it simply because of the gun we got behind the plate yeah. we'll see what comes from it i mean this late in the game this guy's probably going to take a gamble if i yeah. had to guess it's kind of like what do you have to lose here thomas hudson bats on the right side 0 for one on the night pickoff move for cravey it's close he's got a big lead <coughs> yeah he's got a he's got a really big lead so we can see motion for sure. Yeah, we, I think we're going to see motion here. I'm thinking. I'm wondering if we're going to see a pitch out move or anything like that. Craby mm -hmm. next pickoff move, and then safely once again. But Craby trying to keep him close. I would do it again. Really come back one more time, Martha? I was a little closer that time. You know, usually in high school, a guy won't pick off twice in a row. I would do it again. Craby going to come to the mound, but being shown oh. pickoff move for Craby. Oh, got, got him! Yes, he did. Lovely, throw him out. Pick off move back to first base. 
Tim Phillips jumped off just a little bit too far, and that's the reason why, folks. That's why we can sit here, rant and rave about Kyle Lovelace, because once again, making a heck of a throw down behind the runner and the tag made by McKinley. McKinley didn't have to move his glove. No, that he ball was The right ball landed right where it was and touched the foot. It was uh, quite the uh, quite the throw from, from Kyle Lovelace, and so now things move to it with an 0-1 count, no runners on, and Craby, as a pitcher, you just like, you have to feel so good. I mean, knowing that you have that catcher behind the plate support oh, yeah. you that way, now you can get on the mound, let's just go for it. Let's Kyle just rear back and throw. Kyle can make a pitcher pitch with confidence. When you have a catcher like Kyle back there that's as good as he really is, I mean, <clears throat> look, Craby <clears throat> left the ball out over the plate, guy gets a base hit, what's Kyle do? Guy gets too far off, picks him off, gets out recorded in the books, and as a pitcher, <laughs> You're buying him a steak dinner after the game for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. 2-1 count now. Now make it 2-2. Two and two. It's Thomas Hudson struggling to get the bat off his shoulder here. This at bat. So the count moves 2-2 two and two with one down top of the fifth inning. Siding play from Lovelace behind the plate, as we just said a second ago, if you're just joining us. I'm Chris Simmons, joined by Hudson alumni, Audie Clary here on the call. 2-2 two, two pitch fastball. That's dribbling up in the air. That's kind of high right center field. Hunter Mayo trying to move over to get it under there, and he'll make the play. So now it's 2 down. Here in the top of the fifth with no score. And Jesse Craven looking good for the Hornets. Oh, no doubt. He's uh, kind of an understatement of the year, right? He's looking sharp right now. He's just hitting his spots, just, you know, especially with this guy up. About to say, now, guy. Now's, a, now's a point where you have to hit your spots yeah. uh, with Kyle Poe coming up. Poe, uh, we'll see him on the mound tomorrow for the Mustangs. He's the number one guy for them. First pitch taken for a strike. I mean, Head leadoff double to lead off the game. First pitch of the game. Yeah, hit off the bottom of the wall, and too. I mean, make an outstanding catch to save two runs. <laughs> so he's had a pretty good game. This one, he saw the ball well. Curveball ripped in the gap, right center field. Richardson and Mayo running over. They'll field it. Mayo throws it in. Pope making it to second, standing up. That's a double. Two doubles now in the game for Kyle Pope. And that's moves it to 15 on the season, easily leading the Madisonville Mustang team. Like we were just saying. Don't leave anything out of the plate with two out. Well, with two outs, you're not really hurt, but, I mean, that fastball hurt. I mean, he left it yeah. right over the heart of the plate and drove it to, exactly. the, Floyd, drove it to the Floyd sign. I mean, got to tape your hat to him. But now, now Jesse Craven working against Alan uh, Jaramillo, and so we'll see what uh, what comes from it. Jaramillo struck out twice. Curveball, first pitch in there for a strike. Craven's killing that curveball right now. This guy, like the bat, last at bat, I mean, doing three curveballs, swung it three in the dirt, so why yeah. not go right back with it? 0-1 count, and as I said, two strikers on the night for Alan Hermillo, the right fielder for the Mustangs. Poe, large lead at, at second. <laughs> you better watch it. Well, <laughs> look for him to back pick. I would look for a back pick. The guy's getting a running lead. It's hard to shut down and get momentum going back to the bag. And mm -hmm. As good as Armas Lovelace has got, I would look for JT and Kyle to put it on. No would you see anything with center field possibly coming in? Or oh, is yeah, that yeah. 1-1 one, one count, fastball high, swung on and missed. Yeah, center field got crashed. He crashes in, he backs him up, bad throw. If Kyle makes a bad throw, he's there. Right. He goes, easy, easy put out. When does that center fielder come in to crash? Does he crash right when the pitch is being thrown or after well, the batter would have made contact? Well, as soon as Kyle catches the ball and pops up and he sees he's going to throw, you have to go. I mean, there you go. Runner goes. is going to third, ball hit over, softly to, to second. Craby running over to the back, fielding the position well. Gets the toss over from Austin Woods. Well done for the Hornets. 
And the Hornets get out of that inning without allowing a run. Desi Craigie continued to have a great night on the mound. Now let's see if the Hornets can get it going from the plate. We move to the bottom of the fifth. This fifth inning brought to you by Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center. Let Dr. Fuentes take care of your, all of your orthopedic needs. We'll be back in a moment. This is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on The Nest. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simple League checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. We're here at Gibson Field at Hudson High School. Chris Simmons and Audie Cleary on the call with you tonight for a Hornet area round playoff baseball. Connor Richardson due up for the Hornets. The score is tied at zero. Neither run, neither team able to produce a run. Six hits for Madisonville, two for the Hornets. 9-1-2. First pitch to Richardson taking for a ball to get the bat going. And as we were talking, we now see the third baseman kind of shift in a little bit. But yep, just even, a little bit. even with that, he's not playing terribly, and he's playing right on the grass at, at third base. Uh, you can, I mean, he showed it twice in a row. Right. I mean... <laughs> Still, I mean, I don't think they really know how fast he really is. I mean, he's very right. fast. Yeah, very fast. A 2 0 count. Next pitch. Good. And Casey Williams, Williamson, pardon me, of the Massaville Mustangs. A fastball in there for a strike. So, 2 2 1 count. Just, just hit away. I would say hit away if it was me. Williamson now, next pitch, fastball against the low edge of the zone. Things tied up at 2 and 2. In the in the at bat with no score, zero to zero is your score. Bottom of the fifth inning, brought to you by Dr. Dan uh, Dan Fuentes at the Texas Special Center. Curveball inside makes the count full. If I'm Richardson, though, he kind of ducked out of the way. I turned the shoulder and let that one hit me. He did. Get on the bases and. Yeah. So I say that it's easy to say that with a mic on, right? <laughs> it's, easy, it's always easy for us guys to be able to say that, but uh, you know, one of those things. Fastball that was high in the zone. Richardson on with the walk. And now we've got speed on the bases, and we got to imagine uh, Coach Kimmel's going to have something on here. You know, with, with a guy like Connor Richardson on base, you almost had to put him in motion. Make oh. the catcher, make the perfect throw. And, and he has a good arm. Yeah, he does have a good arm. He does have a good arm, but he still has to put it right there. Yep. And nine times out of ten, you might do it, but there's always that chance that you might not do it. So. Like I said, this late in the game, you'll take anything you can get. Absolutely, you'll take whatever you can get whenever. Pick off, move to first, not in time. Look, look for. I would look for JT. JT's a good bunner. He's a great bunner. So I would look. I would look for JT to maybe lay down a bunt here. 
Nope. First pitch to Pennick. Wow. <laughs> That's far from a bunt. That wow. was a huge cut yep. out of there, but swung on and missed. 0-1 count, and that might be one of those things kind of to, to establish it. Maybe catch the defense off yep. with the 0-1 count. He may be coming into, uh, maybe coming back with a bunt here. Pickoff move. Richardson back, though. Before, uh, he's standing up on the bag before the ball can even get over there. I think I'm... I'm gonna call this. I think Richardson's gonna be in motion right here. Okay. I would say. Let's I mean, see. it's 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 smart. One strike. Try to go on off speed. I think he's gonna go. Let's do it. Wow, just like that, Richardson gone. Catcher can't even get the ball out of his hand. Uh, <laughs> nice call, Audi. Nice call. So the count now. I didn't see what the, I didn't even see what the umpire called. Well, I don't know if it was a ball or a strike there in that count. I don't think it was. A, I don't think it was a strike. I think it's a little little down. I believe. Let's see if he puts the, the fingers up to. I know our scoreboard's running the same thing. Yeah, I believe JT. If it wasn't a strike, he's gonna. If it wasn't a strike, JT's gonna bunt. Gotcha. Counting the seat. I mean, well, it's 0-2, so oh, yeah, no, it was a strike. So I guess that curveball must have broke in uh, just enough there. So the count's 0-2. JT gonna jog down to the third base to talk with Coach Kimball. I believe talking with him he's is talking to him. I would say, yeah. "Hey, coach, you want me to bunt right here on O2?" I mean, he's got that much confidence. I played with him last year, and he will do it on O2. Yeah, you as a sophomore last year, you saw yeah, just oozing confidence. And, yeah, I mean, as a player, that just comes natural. I mean, right, you can't you can't get that. You don't make it to this level without without a confidence that hey, I can do this. O2 pitch, that one's outside on the fastball, makes the count now one and two. Runner on second base, that runner with tons of speed, Connor Richardson. JT a good hitter, too. I mean, you see him get the walk-off hit. I mean, <laughs> there it is. That's a chopper up the middle. High bouncing. Oh. Not going to be good quickly by Thomas Hudson. At shortstop, once again, bobbles the ball. Tough play for him to make, though. You can't really rule it an error. It's got to be a base hit because that's a tough play for anybody uh, to make on that one. So a single for Pennick at first. Richardson moves up to third. And Kyle Lovelace, the best catcher in all of 4A baseball, has to now come through at the plate for the Hornets, and we're threatening with nobody out. Yeah, don't get nervous. There's no outs. you got to run on third base. All you need to do is put one in the outfield. Let Richardson, with his speed, tag up from a ball in the outfield, and there's your run. There's the first run of the game. First pitch swinging for Lovelace, high and inside. Couldn't get get his hands around on it. The count's 0-1. You, Matt, you got to wonder here if uh, if Penny's going to be in motion at first base with a runner on third, trying to maybe draw a throw, pick off, move back to first to, to keep Pinnock in check. But you got to wonder if we're going to put anybody in motion there at first, uh, just to see if we can draw a throw, because even if we do draw a throw, Richardson's speed, very easily could get him home. Yep, yep, very, very easily. You know, Kyle's hit two balls pretty deep. Yeah. Do it again. That's all you need to do. Do it again. 0-1 count. That one's tipped back into the glove. Lovelace now behind 0-2. Now, as a hitter, you got to change your mindset. you got to go up there, spread out just a little bit more, throw your hands to it, make contact. So the count's 0-2. Lights shining bright here at Gibson Field at Hudson High School. Chris Simmons and Audie Clary with you here on the call. Big spot for the Hornets as this is the only game we'll get to play here at home. Tomorrow night we'll be in Madisonville. If game three is needed at 1 o'clock on Saturday, we'll be there as well. 0-2 pitch, curveball. That one's chopped high down the third baseline, but just going to roll foul. Pinnock was at second before anybody could even touch the ball. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think what they're going to might try to do here is later in the game a lot of the times so they'll give you the steal sign, and when you steal, you'll get to second base and you'll get in rundown. 
stay in the run down long enough to get Connor Richardson with his speed. As soon as the shortstop gets the ball, go. Because when I play short, that's a hard throw. Mm-hmm. You catch the ball, receive, you got to make the transfer and throw it all the way home before he gets home. 0-2 pitch, swung on. That one's just made contact with Lovelace. That's a single. Going to get through. 1-1 will score. Pending moving over to third. Will he get there in time? Yes, on the slide. He is in there safely. We'll take it. Kyle Lovelace coming through with a base hit single in the right field. Got by the first and second baseman, both in diving attempts, and score one. Man, that was a, that was a great piece of hit. As you've seen, that curveball was off the plate. Yep. Kyle just made contact. All he, did, he just kind of threw the bat in the direction of the ball. It wasn't even a, really a swing. He's like, let me just put this in play. I mean, and that wasn't even a hard hit ball. <laughs> just put it in the right spot. And look, now you have runners at second and third. No outs with Jesse Craig at the back. So. We'll take it. Hornets threatening here. Nobody out. Nobody out. 1-0 to zero is your score. Curveball from Williamson outside. Craig, you're going to get ahead. 1-0. And so now no signs needed from Kimball. He's saying, no. look, let's just hit the ball. <laughs> hit the ball. There's, there's nothing magical I mean, to it. If you're crazy and you're big and strong like he is, you're trying to hit the ball a long way. <laughs> we'll see what comes from the 1-0 count. Fastball, big cut from, from Jesse. Song and a miss. I'll tell you what, last time we were talking about the, the shot the right fielder wanted to see. He hit one to right field last time. Cravey 0 for 2 reached on an error in the first, but back in the third inning, that, that shot to right field was high and had uh, Alan Hermirio uh, right up against the fence. Next pitch, that one's fouled off into the netting. So now Cravey got to short, shorten up here with 1 2. But once again, nobody out. You can, right. you can go for it here. Yeah, still, but right here with a 1-2 count, don't try to hit it out. Just pull the ball, get it, a ground ball to the right side. Had a huge side. gap there between first and second as well to play with. 1-2 pitch, swung on, that one's hit to the second baseman. Gets by him. Ben Phil's not going to make the play. One run will score. The special runner coming in. He'll score as well. Cameron Rackley will score in place of Kyle Lovelace, who came in earlier. Two runs will score. Two runs single there for Jesse Cravey. And the Hornets now lead 3-0 in the bottom of the fifth. Kind of helped himself out. I mean, <laughs> what a better feeling than saying, hey, I'm going to get a base hit for myself. And like we talked about last time, Cravey's got the lead going into the later half of the game. Oh, my god! That's got to make you a little bit way, of relief lift off your shoulders the, there. The way he's throwing on the mound here, he, he's got so much confidence. He All he has to do at this point is come back out now and how he's playing catch with Kyle behind the plate. Keep doing what you're doing. Absolutely. And so that'll bring up now Hunter Mayo. We've still got nobody out on mound visit coming for the coach of the Madisonville Mustangs. But at this point, here's what I'm wondering as a coach. Are you playing this game for the long haul? Are, are you playing as he'll walk back to, to the dugout now? It looks like no pitching change is going to happen. But are you playing this game for the long haul? Or are you trying to salvage this game right here? Because you do have two more coming at your home at your home place tomorrow and Saturday, possibly. I would say no because, I mean, look what he's done so far. I mean, through we're, I mean, we're in the bottom of the fifth inning, yeah. and he's held us to zero runs until now. So, yeah. you know, he could, he could get out of this and then come back and give his team the best chance to win. Right. So, Regardless, he's not he's not ever going to win a game whenever his team hasn't scored at all. And so, uh, you're right, he has pitched well so far, but uh, you got to wonder at, at times when are we going to see if we're going to see any bullpen action? If they're going to try to if they're going to try to burn through bullpen, or are they going to let him finish out the game and save uh, bullpen relievers for uh, games two and, ho- and game three, hopefully for them, not for us. Mayo swinging a miss at the first pitch he saw. Mayo batting in the four spot, one for two, or pardon me, 0 for one of the night with a walk. Back in the first, he was left on at first base, stranded. 
Now, special runner, Cole Giesling running for Cravey after the single. Counts 0-2 here to Hunter Mayo. Pickoff of the first. Way behind. Nobody out. Bottom of the fifth. And the Hornets leading 3-0. Timely hitting from Lovelace and Cravey. Providing the spark. Mayo will drill that one. Gonna pass just past the lights. Almost ended up in the lights. Then the right field line, but goes out of play. So we'll try it again with an 0-2 count. Two pitch curveball swung on and missed by Mayo. The throw down to second for Giesling way off. All right, and we'll take it. Giesling in safely at second. Worst case scenario, I mean, you have a runner at second base, one out. Rush. I mean, what can you have on deck? <laughs> the guys are living for 15. Absolutely. You got the hottest hitter for the Hornets. Batting the six by Zach Pierce. He's due up next, but up now is Weston McKinley. Williamson just recorded his third strikeout of the night. Giesling taking a nice lead at second. Fastball high for ball number one. McKinley 0 for 2 on the night against Williamson here. The Hornets be able to put three runs up this half inning. 3 to 0 is the score. Three runs on four hits total. Pickoff move to second. Not going to be in time. They're just trying to keep. Just trying to keep Giesling close. Got a lot of speed out on the yeah. bases. Play damage control right now as best they can. But now it moves to 1-1 after McKinley fouls that one directly behind home plate and out of play. You barely missed that one. Barely. Hey, well, we've just, that's been the story, though, tonight. Just a, a ton of our uh, of our hits, uh, our foul balls, just, I mean, they're just barely off. Barely, barely off. Barely. And this is such a, a huge potential win for the Hornets tonight. If we can finish this one out, coming against their two, number two guy, McKinley got uh, jammed up there on the inside, popped his trade up. The pitcher will come in. Williamson makes the play now for two down. McKinley now 0 for 3, but that will bring up Zach Pierce, 1 for 1 with a walk. Pierce hitting over 600 now in 16 plate attempts since the last, uh, in the last you know four or five games uh, of the season. He he's been on the shelf for, for hitting for two years, and then he comes in and he gets on this hot streak like he is now, and uh, he's just been such a spark for the Hornets. And hopefully uh, that can continue here with two down and runner in, in scoring position. The first pitch from Williamson, check swing. He mm, I don't know swing. about that. I don't know if he went either on that one. No way. That's tough. Hornet fans giving I mean, them a hard time. I mean, they got a better angle than we do. So. <laughs> <laughs> On one pitch, fastball away for, for ball number one. <laughs> I mean, as a player, you just got to love that. I tell you, you what, have a no student one, section behind you like we got here. I mean, I mean it's it's <laughs> packed, and they, and they're vocal. It's actually been much more calm than uh, than what I was expecting. But maybe it's like the center. What they did is. It's time being called by Pierce at the plate. I would say they're very calm, too. Yeah, I mean, they're I've very, seen games where they're was, pretty rough. What was center like? Was, was center, were they pretty calm at center, or were they actually – were They They were calm. Really? They See, were that's, calm. That's shocking because uh, the way that, you know, Jacob Pierce, the ringleader, <laughs> Zach, his brother Zach at, at the plate now, 1-1 one, one count, swung oh, on wow. that one, hitting the gap once again. Pierce seeing the ball well, the runner coming through. Giesling, will he make it to home in time? Yes! Giesling going to touch <laughs> home as he trucks the catcher in the process. 
the catcher, Robert Culver, trying to block the plate. Huesling just ran smooth over him. I mean, said, I, get out the way. You can't do it. You can't look. Coach is going to come out here and argue that. Like we were talking about last time, Kyle, you know, got deep in the shoulder, but see, Giesling went up, chest up. The kid was strictly straight in the baseline. So there's nothing this coach can do because his catcher was straight in the baseline. Absolutely. Told Giesling did the right thing, stayed in the baseline. He stayed in the baseline, and he has, he's entitled to, to that area. In yep. the, in the, in the, so it's one of those things that's just, hey, yeah, he got trucked. But guess what? When you stand in the in the middle of the baseline trying to block the plate, you're entitled to do just that. So yep. you, you're playing Madden, you're pressing the truck stick, and the running back just <laughs> ran right to the linebacker, and, and we'll take it. So Hone is now leading 4-0 to zero off an RBI single from Pierce. 12 for 16. Good grief. I mean... 12 for 16, guys. Wow. That's that's unheard of. 750 now. Not even 600. 750, 750. now. 750. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive. It really is. All, all four runs coming for the Hornets here in the bottom of this fifth inning. This fifth inning by Dr. Dan Flint has been awfully special for the Hornets. Now the man-child, Duke Jordan, steps in on the, on the right side. First pitch taken high and away for a ball. Pierce at second base. There's a single that he hit, but he advanced on the throw home. So Jordan, one for two, had a good rip just last inning. Ended up being a single, 1-0 count. Pitch on the way. Fastball gets the oh, middle no of the zone. Looked, no a little, looked a little low. Looked like it by his ankles, but nonetheless, I mean, strikes on drop down to extend just a bit, but the count moves to 1-1. One one. <laughs> Game one in this area around the playoffs. Curveball, that one smacked. Duke Jordan. Max, that one left center field. That one's going to roll to the wall. Pierce will score no problem. Jordan on his horse. He'll end up at second with a double. That's what we're talking about. Duke Jordan <laughs> gets a hold of one. He can do damage. And what he just did, one hop defense. One hop defense just right there. So so that'll work. Pitching change coming now for the Madisonville Mustangs. The coach coming out. We're going to take a break. The Hornets leading. Here at the break in this fifth inning, brought to you by Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center. Hornets leading 5-0. We'll be back in a moment. This is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on The Nest. Parents, you know the summer is coming right around the corner, which always brings up the question, what am I going to do with my kids? Well, look no further than the 2016 Summer Day Camp put on by Livewell Athletic Club. Give your kids the most amazing 10-week adventure that includes swimming, archery, laser tag, gaga ball, and brand new weekly field trips, and so much more. Incoming first graders through incoming seventh graders are welcome to attend any week or any part of a week. Registration is now available online at livewellclub.com. Live well, play hard, feel good. Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simply Checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. 
For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Real Graphics is the place for your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. We're here, bottom of the fifth inning, with two outs. The Hornets leading five to zero. All five runs coming in this bottom of the fifth inning. Casey Williamson going to step out uh, from pitching duties. He'll move over to third base, and now the new pitcher is Zach Poe, brother of Kyle Poe, who we'll see on the mound tomorrow as the starter. Zach Poe comes in tonight, only pitching three and two thirds so far this season, allowing one hit, two strikeouts. But no runs scored. The Hornets bringing up Clayton Hill, the only hitter not to bat this half inning. And the pitch on the way. Fastball. Oh, check swing. That one's tipped. Got to hate when that happens, man. That's got to be so annoying. It's awful. That's got to be the worst. Failing. I mean, not even really a full swing. You just kind of barely cut, and the ball just tips off the barrel. Oh, well. I never had that experience. As I yeah. said, I'm ba- basketball four years. Right. I didn't play baseball. I miss, I miss playing baseball a ton, but that, any athlete can realize that's annoying. Right. Yeah. Duke Jordan to second base. The pitch. Ralphon Poe hits over to second base. Phillips throws it over to first. and So two pitches, and, and Zach Poe able to finish off this inning, but not before the Hornets can do a ton of damage. We lead 5-0, to zero, and now Jesse Gravy going to come out and just play a little pitching catch with Lovelace to get the next six outs, and we'll get game one win. We'll be back in a moment. Hudson Hornet playoff baseball here on the nest. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. We're here now, top of the sixth inning. The fifth inning was so spectacular for the Hornets. It was brought to you by Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center. We're here, top of the sixth, and, Cra- and the Hornets leading five to zero. Craving now working against the three, four, five hitters. Not nearly as scary when you have a five-run cushion. Right. Yeah. Like we were talking about at the break, just come out, throw fastballs. Not necessarily fastballs. Just, just throw it in the zone. Just throw strikes. See, throw far, st- see how far they can hit it. I mean, you're up five to nothing. Pitch with confidence. Crazy struggling to do that here with his first batter. 2-0 count, making now 3-0 with a fastball. 
little outside, so 3-0. Working against Darren Blakely, one for two on the night with a single. He was also the victim of that pickoff throw at first base uh, from, from Lovelace. Let's see if he makes the same mistake as, as the walk happens there. That's just something you don't want to do. It happens at baseball. No telling what's going to happen. So runner on first base. I can guarantee he's not getting too far off. Coach Fitzgerald going to come out and chat for a second. I want to thank our sponsors here in the sixth inning. Sixth inning sponsors. It's Dr. Kyle McMorris of the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Proud sponsors of Hornet Baseball here on the nest. We've got Sam Perrick uh, coming up next. 0 for 2 with a fuller's choice and a strikeout earlier in the game. But uh, what can we say about Jesse Cravey? Uh, overall tonight, seven strikeouts, only giving up uh, six hits. He, he looks good. The first batter, you know, will walk this half inning. But uh, first, that's only the first batter he's walked all in the entire game. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, that's, still, that's good. Absolutely. I mean, through, <laughs> yeah, through, through I mean, five full innings so far. Yeah. It's... Not such a bad thing, but he is working against now uh, Sam Parak, who is a very big guy here at the plate. A uh, lot of power. He's just, uh, put that on display throughout the season with four home runs hit. Lovelace, nice stop behind the plate, keeping the runner close. Once again, you know, that's Once not again. the easiest ball to block either with a left-handed batter in the box. Oh, yeah, that throws everything off. Oh, man. Especially, and the impressive thing is Lovelace made that throw down with a left-handed batter up. Yep. And so, uh, one of those things. Correct. Now he'll fist that one, go straight back by the concessions here. Count goes to one and one. Correct. Like we said, 270 hitter, four home runs, 21 RBIs this season, 19 strikeouts though. So he's swinging for the fences most of the time. And now kind of crowding the play a little bit, trying to make it a little bit tighter yeah. on, on Cravey. But Cravey all night's been coming right back in on the zone. So fastball there. That's inside. Now one's fisted down the, the third base line out of play. Well, I'm wondering if they might have got a scout report before the game. Because they really haven't ran as much as we thought they were going to. <laughs> well, it, I don't even know if you need a scouting report as much as you need Google. I mean, if you if you need Google, just if you, if you have Google, just, yeah. just search. I mean, you're going to find it. It's Max Preps, and there's Under Armour, and there's all this other stuff writing about uh, the defensive ability of Lovelace behind the plate. So that's one of those things. Is uh, we'll just see what happens. One two count. Runner on first. Sam Parak at the plate. Fastball low and inside. Nice, nice stop made by Lovelace. We want to do have a little bit of bullpen action happening out there. It's, I believe it's Cole Geesling warming yes, up. It is. The count now two and two. <laughs> Prack, one of the bullpen members for the Mustangs. We might get to see him later in the series. Fastball a little bit too far inside. Is Craby coming off the mound a little off balance there? Count goes full at three and two. Maybe, maybe some motion. Yeah, I mean, what do you just, have to lose? Just gave him a, a sign, one sign there. So maybe strike him out, throw him out. Three-two pitch, fastball, too far inside. Cravey walking. Back-to-back -back batters here in the sixth inning. Best thing about a five-run lead, though, is just knowing that you can't lose the game on one swing of the bat. No, you don't want to try it. You don't want to. Gotta, you don't want to see if you can get as close as you All can. Right. But at the same time, you can't lose the game on one swing of the bat. So. Object right here, no strike, get ground ball. Robert Colbert stepping up now. Bats 468, the highest average on the team. Lots of hits coming this season for him. Yeah, on base percentage of 577, so he's had to get on base to say the least. Fastball outside from Jesse for ball number one. Having trouble finding it, does any? 
tell you what, he's had a, had a little bit longer of a break between yep. uh, this disappearance and the last because it's been pretty quick innings for the Hornets from the plate. But this time he had to wait a while to hit through the whole lineup. Fastball there, that one was just – that one he took some off of it and just put it right over the plate just saying, look, let me establish my zone. Yeah. Get, get the ball going back where I want it. <laughs> but like we were talking about earlier with this guy – might just have got away with one there again. Right. I mean, it's right across the heart of the plate with a guy that's hitting 468, like you said. It's it, it's funny how you can get away with that kind of stuff. With uh, um, it's funny how you can get away with that whenever you're at home. Uh, right. Whenever you're at home, it just seems same, things seem to work out. But whenever you're on the road, like tomorrow, uh, one of those things you don't want to even risk it. They're no. at their place because they'll take advantage of it. And, uh, you know, you don't want to get this thing to go to Saturday because all the traveling involved and hotels or no hotels or whatever it is and. Uh, one of those things that you just don't have to deal with if you don't have to. Right. And them, if, if they get this win tonight, it's going to be an advantage because I mean, you still have to look at it. They still have to drive home, going to get home late, get in bed late, get you up early. about the game the whole time. Get up, go to school, right. be drowsy. But, hey, you got to take advantage of that. Like we said, a win's a win. Get it any way you can. Curveball in there, and that's promising for the Hornets. And it's promising for Crabby, especially putting a curveball in there. In the zone for a 1-2 count. But Kirby has runners on first and second. Nobody out, but able to place a curveball there. Let's see what he comes back with here. And the pitch. Fastball. Got him. Oh. Strikeout. Uh, strikeout of the plate is the, the umpire. I don't know why he did that. He just waited about 15 seconds to make the call. Uh, but nonetheless, made the call. So we've got now the first out of the inning via the strikeout. There's another Pat Penn punch out this, this evening. Eight strikeouts on the game. And Zach Poe will step up. Now the pitcher for the Mustangs. He's up with two runners on. One in scoring position. Runners on first and second. The pitch. That one's fouled off into the netting. So Craig is starting with strike one. That's funny to me. He's, he's like, hey, I want I want that certain ball. Uh, pitchers are superstitious or what? Is there just a different feel to it sometimes? Yeah, it's definitely a different feel. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, I was never a pitcher, but I'm assuming if they change balls, there's something I didn't like about it. Something so, I didn't like. I mean, he was like, hey, that one fouled off. He said, no, I want that one. Go get that one. Yeah. Go get that one. Give it back to me. So one of those things, pitchers, I've always heard they're crazy, but that's all right. They can be crazy as long as they're pitching like crazy tonight. We'll take it. 1-1 one, one pitch. Or pardon me, one-one count now with one down. Pitch gonna be on the way in a moment. Once again, another stop made by Lovelace behind the plate. The curveball bounced about four feet too soon. One-one count and delivered. Fastball oh. swung on and missed by Poe. Count moves to one and two. It's a good count to have this guy in for sure. <laughs> yeah. Because now you can play with it a little bit. You don't have to give him anything to hit at this point. You don't have to put it over the plate. The pitch coming now from Kirby. Fastball just challenged him. And Poe not able to step up to, uh, to hit that one. Swung on and missed. Two down now. Jesse Kirby now with nine strikeouts on the night. Nine Pat Penn punch outs this evening. Every Hornet strikeout brought to you by Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate. Contact Pat at 936-465-1234. And now the, the, the pitcher that started off the inning, he uh, started off as the pitcher. Now he's playing third base after being relieved after four and two-thirds innings pitched. He'll come up one for two with a strikeout looking and a single. 
Nice stop. <laughs> Gosh. Do I feel, I mean, uh, tweet us or comment us on Facebook. Do we talk about nice stops too much for Kyle? I mean, I, I, just, mean, I mean, it's, 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 if you saw some of the things he did behind the plate, it just, his instincts. And what's impressive is he makes the stop, but then he, come, he comes back up ready to make the next play. Like, it, the stop wasn't anything to, to phase him at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people. Not get tired of us talking about it. I mean, but when a guy does that many good things in a game, I mean, he just yeah. you got to talk about and it. And consistently I mean. does those kind of things. Two yeah. zero count. After Cravey threw a fastball and a curveball for a ball, this one's a fastball right down the pipe. Like you said, when he Strike makes one. a play like that and comes back up, he's always ready for the next play, and that's oh. what makes him so good. I mean, and it's instinct. It's like he makes a spectacular stop, but then his arms, like before he even realizes he's doing it, the arms back ready to throw if need be. Two one pitch. Fastball tipped over to the right side on the first baseline. Counts even at 2-2. Two and two. And Jesse Cravey, after surrendering back-to-back -back walks to lead off the inning, he's able to come back with it. Did he just ask for the same ball again? Same ball. Same ball. So that's he's been throwing the same ball now for three batters. That, that's, that's not a field. That's a superstition. That's got to be. That, that's just got to be, hey, this one's working for me. The other ones don't work. They're not the same. <laughs> I mean, even though they're all exactly the same, yeah. it's not the same. That's a, Whatever works, Jesse. Whatever works. 2-2 two -two pitch. Fast ball swung on, hitting the air right field. Mayo taking a step back. Now he'll come in and make the play. He hit right to him. So Cravey able to get out of the inning, not allowing a run to score after two walks to lead it off. The Hornets lead 5-0 as we now move into the bottom of the sixth inning in a moment. Thanks for listening in. This sixth inning is brought to you by Dr. Kyle McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. This is Hudson on the playoff baseball here on the Nest. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Hornet fans, catch every game live or relive your favorite moments. Check out our new and vastly improved website, thenesthudson.com. Photos, archives, and live broadcasts can be found from the palm of your hand. Do it now. Check out The Nest Hudson, thenesthudson.com. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Five of the six inning. Hornets leading five to zero after a five-run outburst. Last time up for the Hornets, where we get to the lineup one time, but now this time we'll be starting with our 9-1-2 hitter, Connor Richardson, JT Pinnock, and Kyle Lovelace. Do up. I'm sure you've never heard the Lovelace name before mentioned on the air. So Richardson will come up, drew a walk, and scored the first run, and after he got on base, it really made 
really made Massenville pay with his, with his ability to get around the bases, and he's just lightning fast. Once uh, he puts the ball in play, he makes it so difficult for any fielder uh, yeah. to try to field it in time to get it over there. No doubt about it. <clears throat> and so, 1-0 count, fastball, that one's taken for a strike. Even things up at 1-1. One one. The hit count's the same. Fortunately for the Hornets, the runs category is in five runs uh, to none for Madisonville. Six hits total and two errors for uh, the Mustangs as well. Hmm. Pitch low in the dirt. Goes now to three and uh, pardon me, two and one. South inning started off last two, so last inning, so who knows? Do it again. Two one pitch coming. That one's high. Makes the count now three and one. I'm Chris Simmons, happy with you here, and Audie Clary joining me on the call. Audie makes me sound about 3,000 times smarter here on the air, <laughs> which I'll gladly welcome. 3-1 pitch, that one's way outside, so second walk drawn by Connor Richardson. He'll jog on down to first base. He's technically 0-4 on the night, but does have two walks. Now we're back to the top of the lineup with J.T. Pinnock and Kyle Lovelace. This is thing brought to you by Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Glad to be with you for Hornet Playoff Baseball here on the Nest. This is the area round game one in a best of three series. <laughs> As we uh, kind of chuckling over here, just seeing a spider. Yeah, uh, dude, that is something. I don't know what it is. It has too many legs, and I am not <laughs> fond of it. Hey, Colby, I need to take care of that real quick. <laughs> oh, one pitch, curveball, Richardson. Wow, he's a second baseman while the catcher's making the throw. I mean, Richardson. Wow. I mean, on an off-speed pitch, Richardson getting there every time, and uh, did just that on the on the stolen base. You know, I said this the last time. JT made me look like a fool, but I mean, the third baseman's playing back. <laughs> I mean, with a lead, maybe not, but. All right, hit yeah, that spider out of, out of the way. Yeah. Look, I'm, I can't be staring at the game and watching the spider crawl up, just waiting to bite me. <laughs> hashtag eighth, year, eighth grade year. <laughs> hashtag seven spider bites. <laughs> All over the chest too. So imagine being an insecure eighth grader in basketball practice, having to go shirts and skins, and you see spider bites all over your chest. It's not. It's not pretty, man. And I didn't. Have, I wasn't even in good shape. So I, I still had. Uh, I had baby fat, then I lost it. Then I obviously found it once again. But you know, baby fat and spider bites, not well. Penning rips into that one, but had hit high in the air, a mile high left fielder Kyle Poe. Taking it, tagging up this Connor Richardson. Will he get there in time? Yes, he will. No problem. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Three team fly ball to left field, tagging up from second base. That's yeah. ridiculous. You, and, take you know, that's that's smart. I mean, he knows his own speed. Absolutely. You'll take it now. That moves. That moves just a, a normal pop up for JT Penning. Now you get the score to sack fly move when the runner's over. Richardson uh, doing a lot of the leg, all of the leg work on that one. Yeah. And so now Kyle Lovelace will step up. That's on the right side, and he's one for three on the night with the single back in the fifth inning. Also scored the third run of the game. And you put your, you just, he just put his team in, uh, in position to get another insurance run. One out. Kyle Lovelace up to the plate. I mean, no better situation. Yeah. Put it in play, you score a run. Just put the infields in. Yeah, I infield, didn't even see that. So. All you got to do is push it through now because with the infield playing so far in, yeah, they, they are in. For their position, they're playing right on, but it opens up those gaps even more so because uh, Lovelace trips into one. We'll see how 
Howell can help him. Curveball coming in at the head of Lovelace. He just kind of docks, yep. uh, ducks out. It said docks out the way. Is that the right word? <laughs> I mean, I can't like take yourself too seriously. Right? Like you're talking about that. The, the infield's in and Zach Pierce. I mean, he hits a floater that's caught every day if the third base is playing normal. <laughs> yep. Fastball swung on and missed by Kyle. So the count moves to one and two. So one, two, count one down. Hornets leading five to zero here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Kyle Lovelace at the plate, hanging in, surviving. After fouling that one off. <laughs> Student session getting a little, getting a little anxious over there. <laughs> They, they're relatively quiet, man. I don't know if somebody from above had to tell them to stop, but I'm, I'm really shocked. Wow, that's an, an identical play. I mean, that's, that's a, I put it on rewind and replay just the whole time because Lovelace is not really even a full swing, just able to put the bat out there and make enough contact to go between first and second, just slapping the barrel out and, and not trying to pull, pushing it over to right. And that scores Richardson, the Hornets lead now 6-0. I mean... I'm sure these people are probably saying, wow, I wish these guys would stop saying Kyle Lovelace. But, I mean, look, he got two base hits, and I got two. He started all of this. I mean, he started right. the momentum. I mean, he got the got it going, and then what he does behind the plate, I mean, he's just an outstanding player in my opinion. So, Cameron Rackley, the special runner at first base, in for Lovelace. Jesse Cravey, now the pitcher for the Hornets, steps in on the left side. Pickoff move to first, not in time. Cravey awaiting the first pitch. As it's a hot and humid night. Full summer baseball in effect here. One, two count. Oh. Rackley trying to move the second on the, and he'll move in there safely, no problem. But once again, Kurt Skimble not pulling off the dogs yet. He's saying, look, you gotta keep it coming. You don't ever know. Uh, I think back I think back to a couple of years back with the, the girls state championship in softball. They're up, you know, nine to one, eleven to one going to the last frame and they needed every one of those extra ten runs that uh, that came across and uh, one of those things you just never know what's gonna happen. A curveball way in the dirt that pegs off of Cravey's foot. He's disappointed that it hit uh, hit him. He was he was hoping the umpire didn't uh, see on that. Yeah, he one. wanted to hit looks like. Absolutely. Who why, why would you blame him though? I mean, like you said, I mean, Coach Kimball not not pulling up, showing any mercy. I mean, like, yeah. it's playoff baseball. But you can't. you got to make a statement here. And, and the crazy part about all of this is that, that Madisonville's coming off of a win. Uh, they won their series 2-0 over Waco Connolly in the first round. Uh, won the first game 9-4. That was with uh, the pitcher we saw tonight, uh, Casey Williamson, on the plate. Or on the mound, pardon me. Uh, but their second game uh, to clinch the series, they won 11 to one, <laughs> and so they were in the situation where uh, they were they were dominating just like this, just their last game, and so now it's a little bit of a, how the tides have turned. Score six to zero, not quite 11 to one yet, but the Hornets are threatening with Hunter Mayo at the plate. First pitch was taken for a ball. Second pitch fouled off in the netting. Man, disappointed he didn't. Uh, oh yeah, grip into that one. Just missed it just That's by a touch. It's kind of like crazy. Yeah, Man, he got away with a few fastballs, and that guy just got away with one too. Just, I mean, he's a sophomore, young, but he can really swing the bat for sure. Mayo 0 for 2 on the night with a walk. Back in the first inning. Runners on first and second. One down bottom of the sixth. The Hornets leading 6-0. to zero. Next pitch fastball low in the zone for a ball. So the count moves to 2-1. and one. Chris Simmons and Audie Clary on the call with you here on the Nest. We'll be with you tomorrow night at 7.30 from Madisonville. If you can't make the trip, we'll be happy to be with you. I have to make a quick stop at Bucky's on the way up there, I'm sure. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool store. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. I mean, talk about cinnamon sugar pecans, talk about sausage on the stick. I tell you, this fat boy knows how to eat some food at Bucky's, and uh, <laughs> so do a lot of other people there because it's always busy. Oh, man. They're getting a free endorsement here. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to pay for that one. Uh, There's cinnamon sugar pecans at page yeah, 24. 3 yeah, yeah. 1 pitch. That's a ball in the dirt. So Mayo with the walk. He'll move to first. Rackley over to second. Giesling. Oh, pardon me. Rackley over to third. Giesling at second. And Mayo at first. Heavy pinch hitter coming in now for Weston McKinley. That pinch hitter going to be what? Uh, Roy Garcia. Is Garcia going to come to the plate with with two runners on? We're going to have a new pitcher coming to the game now for the Madisonville Mustangs running through the bullpen here. Kind of a surprising move. We're going to see. Uh, Casey Williamson go to the bench. The new pitcher, uh, we're looking for a jersey number. We'll find it when we come back from the break. Kyle, uh, <coughs> pardon me, Zach Pogan move over to third base. So we have a pitching change. We'll be back after the break in a moment. This is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball leading 6-0 in the bottom of the sixth inning. This is Hornet Baseball here on the next. When you are looking to plan your financial future, seek out the expertise of none other than Brad Morse with the Advanced Financial Group. Offering solutions that include 529 college savings plans, life insurance, and retirement plans. Brad Morris can work with you to find exactly what you need. Give Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group a call at 936-634-3370. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Soundtex designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtex provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtex is online at soundtex.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Roy Garcia, the pinch hitter in for Weston McKinley. The new pitcher on the mound is number six, Corey Shuck. 101 record on the season, 3.1 innings pitch, not giving up an earned run. And looking at the stats here, uh, something that we need to look forward to here throughout the series, uh, this defense has given up several runs. The pitching staff, uh, like if you look at, uh, as you go through the list here, you see several earned runs, but uh, the runs are much higher than the earned runs. So lots of errors, lots of uh, allowing errors. runs to score. Garcia with bases loaded, first pitch swing and hits it high in the air. Center field, Darren Blakely will make the play. No problem tagging up from first, though, or from third. Is Cameron Rackley to score? Wow. And then Hunter Mayo swipes second as well on That's the tag. Base. That's a good base run, for sure. I mean, Roy come in, did his job, hit the ball deep, scored a run. I mean, 
probably what he was put in there to do, and he was successful. So that's off the roll. Now, Space is officially all booked up for, for writing notes on who did what and over to the other side of the page now. Yep. Uh, and they just filled it up. That's a good problem to have. Now, Zach Pierce. 12 for 16. Yeah, 12 wow. for 16. 750 hitter for Pierce. Hadn't hit in two years, as we like to say, because I like to catch all of our listeners whether they're, when they're popping into different parts of the broadcast. No, it was funny in high school. We used to give him heck about being a PO, pitcher only, and yeah. I look at him nice. 12 for 16, he's hitting. Yeah, so. he's just saying, take a look, guys. Take a look. Uh, that's a nice senior season. First pitch, second for a ball. Next pitch, fouled off in the net for a 1 1 count now. Pierce, 2 for 2 with a walk. Also scored the fifth run of the game for the Hornets. Stole a base back in the second inning. So just uh, doing a little bit of it all. He's like, man, pitching's been fun, but I love all these other aspects of the game, man. Getting, awesome. a, getting a feel for all of it. 1 1 count. Pitch swung on, hit high in the air, right field. Alan Jaramillo trying to get under it. He'll get under to make the play. So finally, Zach Pierce is retired for the first time tonight. But now before the Hornets can add two more to their lead, the score now 7-0 as we move for the Hornets, trying to get their last three out of the game. Jesse Cravey heading back to the mound. Will be uh, Jesse Cravey may or may not be coming back to the mound that we're seeing here. Nope. Uh, Cole Giesling. Cole Giesling going to come out to close the game for the Hornets. We'll be back top of the seventh in a moment. Hornet playoff baseball here on the Nest. Attention, Hornet fans, it is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crushy delicious and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street, Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Grandel Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. We now move into the top of the seventh inning for your Hornets. We're leading 7-0. to zero. Cole Giesling, all he has to do now is just finish off uh, the game here. Jesse Cravey finishes off the night. Excellent game. Gem of a game pitched by him. Six innings strong. No earned runs. Six hits, nine strikeouts, and two walks overall on the night. He will be credited with the win. The Hornets can pull it out with three more uh, outs here. Do up first for the Mustangs. The, the 8-9-1, Ben Phillips, Thomas Hudson, and Kyle Poe do up so you'd love to see uh, Giesen come in here and, and take care of these first two guys to say the least but on the second pitch what a hit there from Ben Phillips ripping it through between short and third rolling to left field 
and Phillips on with the single. And now Thomas Hudson over to him and I will step in. He bets on the right side and made a couple errors from shortstop yep. tonight. And I got to wonder in his mental psyche, is that going to mess him up for the series? Is going to mess up for the night or, or what? Uh, but, you know, stuff like that, it, it does happen and happens regularly, especially in the, in the mind of a high school player. Yeah, but when I made an error in high school, you know, I, I got pretty mad. Yeah. So, and that's one of my biggest regrets, bringing it back to the plate, you know, because it, mm -hmm. it don't only hurt you, you up at the plate, it hurts your team too. So, Geesling, strong performer for the for the Hornets all season long. Chopper hit up the middle, filled it by Pennick, tosses up Woods for second in the one. Over to Pennick, and first got it! Yes! Jesse Cravey and first base making the play. The throw from Woods pulled him off to the right side, able to just do the, the toe touch, the ballerina touch at first base for a Hornets double play. That's huge. And then he's going, of course, go argue it, I guess. So a double play there. The coach for the Mustangs is going to come out and talk. Not sure how much uh, good the conversation is going to do. If, regardless, there's at least one forced out for, for sure. sure. Yeah. And Kyle Poe stepping up. Poe, who we'll see on the mound tomorrow. Like you said, he's a uh, he's their number one guy. Strong pitching numbers, but uh, but hitting-wise, though, uh, just all over the place tonight. Uh, just putting it wherever he wants to in the yard. Two double, two for three with two doubles in the strikeout. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, he's one of the key players that we were talking about before the game. He's got 39 hits. Now he's got 15. Well, yeah, 15 doubles. Yeah, 15 doubles. Yeah, two tonight. He got 17 stolen bases, 443 batting average, and 577 on base percentage. And yeah, know, what better high school player can you ask for? Yeah, I mean, it's just that's the full, that's the real deal. And so umpire at first base is coming to talk to the home plate uh, umpire, and I'm about to say even if they appeal it, no, how can this guy that this guy can't. has the same the same view that we have here yeah, he can't. from everything that we saw? Crady was able to make the make the play, so it is going to be rolled a six four three double play. Yeah, he he. That's not the home plate umpire's call. He can't see that. The guy, first base umpire's right on top of it. He right. can see it, so it's not. There's no way he can overturn that. So now, uh, Poe coming up. Hornets leading seven to zero, and Cole Geasley trying to come off and finish off the game here for the Hornets. Point six. Pardon me. A point six nine ERA in twelve mm. appearances, but Geasley. Yeah. <laughs> little slip there. Did that one hit him? No. It was through behind him. <laughs> I swear it looked like he just hit off into the back. Like, oh, what? That's weird. Hit I'll off Kyle's mitt. Oh, that's probably what. It, that might have been the noise. Yeah. Okay, that we heard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, through the. What was that? Was that a? Uh, I, it's I hard know. to tell because it was so. It was off. It just wasn't released well. Next pitch, one zero. A little far outside for a two zero count now. I'd play. You know, got to play it somewhat safe here. Not you don't have to play it safe, but no. Geesling, if, you're, if you're coming in and thinking down the road, hey, how am I going to pitch to this guy in a crunch time right. situation when it can matter? Be um, a scenario in his head. Three zero count. Fastball. Got it. Strike one. Mm. Too cocky there. Yeah, just just a bit to trying to take a jog on the first baseline before the umpire can roll. I swear, if you do that, the umpire is going to call it a strike just because it's a pride game. Another pitch. Right there. Right there. This time. This time, Poe threw the bat over to first base, thinking that it was a, a guaranteed walk as he started jogging off. And yeah, you don't ever show the umpire up. Yeah, you, you just can't do that. In a 7-0 game, there's there's no reason to, to try it. Uh, but regardless, count full now for Giesling. The Hornet student section over here, all rowdy and, and riled up. They love it. 3-2 pitch coming from Giesling. And the dirt took a swing and fouled it off behind home. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That's just, I mean, 
And they were close pitches. I thought they were in the zone. But yeah. one of the things, you you got to make sure that it's, it's a walk, and then you take your base. Yeah, don't and, ever show him up. Yeah, and you, you don't win that battle. You, you, especially in high school, in pros, and whatever, you just don't win it. 3-2 pitch, swung on and miss. That's how you do it, Cole Giesling. Finish him off with a curveball there. And the Hornets win tonight. They win game one, seven to zero in dominant fashion. Cole Geesling coming out, uh, getting him a pat pin punch out to finish things off tonight. That's 10 total for the team. Every Hornet strikeout brought to you by Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate. We'll be back tomorrow night at 7.30. But we're going back after the break. Break this one down in just a moment. The Hornets win, though. Game one, a crucial and pivotal game one for the Hornets. Since we had the next two on the road, but we'll talk about it more in a moment. This is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here. They're on the next. Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simple League checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. And welcome back. We're here in the post-game show. Brought to you by the Dan Swainshaz of the Texas Specialist Center. The Hornets win tonight. And what was a pivotal game one for the Hornets? They win 7-0. Uh, and... Talk to me, Audie. What was uh, what was the the two keys tonight for that you saw for uh, from the Hornets that they executed very well? Yeah, like we were talking about earlier in the in the pregame show, the the keys to win tonight was hit the ball. <laughs> Overall, I mean, and look, they yeah. banged out seven hits tonight. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Uh, swinging good pitches. At first, you could tell they had one hit going into the fifth. Right. They wasn't swinging good pitches, but they finally figured it out clicked in their mind, hey, maybe swing at a better pitch, maybe hit the ball, you know, hit the ball, and then, of course, Cravey yeah, coming and out Cravey. and doing his thing. I Absolutely. Uh, six innings strong for Jesse Cravey tonight. No earned runs, gave up six hits, like I said, a six-inning pitch, gave up six hits, nine strikeouts overall, and only two walks. Then Cole Giesling coming in uh, in relief in the seventh inning to finish it off with an inning pitch. Only gave up one hit, got a awesome uh, dramatic strikeout there to finish off the game uh, against uh, Kyle Poe. But listen, uh, we win game one. It's so big, setting us up for the rest of the Series because games two and possibly game three, if needed, they're both in Madisonville. So the Hornets coming and taking care of business at home. Uh, but now, as a player, you win game one. What's your mindset? Uh, what's what's happening between now and 7:30 tomorrow night? You know, you, you have some of the pressure taken off of you because if you get that game one at home, it just makes you feel better. Because yep. if you lose game one at home, you have to win two at third place, and that's not the easiest thing to do. But like we were talking about earlier. They lost. They're they're kind of down right now. They're, yep. They got to drive home. The getting home late is always a factor. Always, always, you know, affects you the next day. So they may be tired, maybe groggy, and playing them at this place. So we just got to go take care of business and do do what they did or not, basically. Absolutely, just, just play ball. I mean. 
and you just shake it off. You once you get on the uh, once you get on the field, it's one of those things. That, hey, listen, it's a it's a zero to zero ball game. We're getting their ace tomorrow, but we're going to see Kyle pulling them out, and I'm guarantee he's going to come back for some revenge. Oh yeah, and, no and doubt so, about it. So we, no we definitely it. have our hands full going in tomorrow night. It's not going to be a gimme by any means with the Hornets tonight, uh, making it look easy there in the last half of the game. Uh, up to that point, very neck and neck. It was a zero all, and so finally we're able to come across with a win, seven to zero. Uh, we'll be with you tomorrow night at seven thirty. Uh, from Madisonville High School. So uh, we might have a pregame show. We'll, we'll be letting you know about that. 7.15, 7.20, we'll be on the air talking about everything, talking through, getting you geared up, everything you need to go before uh, this game uh, going to happen. But we've got our hands full. But, hey, tonight we come off with a win. Great job for our Hornets. Uh, Audie, thanks so much uh, for joining, man. Once again, killer job. Second time uh, getting to do this with you. So you, you sound like a pro. <laughs> thanks very much. <laughs> and I'm Chris Simmons. Happy to be with you here tonight. It's been a great night. The Hornets win. It's always a good thing. And once again, join us tomorrow night on the air. Uh, we'll be we'll be with you there from Massville High School, 715, 720. We'll be live. So thanks so much for listening in. This has been a presentation of Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on the Nest.